Welcome to the Robcast. If you dig this, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash robshow. Follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash robshowtv. And keep up to date with all things Rob Show on social, The Rob Show, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And now for your listening pleasure, today's Robcast. Welcome to my bedroom. Fake radio with grown adults. It's a play date here. Yeah. <laughs> and on the couch tonight, we have comedians Rob Churchill and Patrick Garrity joining Woo. us. Welcome, fellas. Uh, Patrick coming off a big weekend at the Laughing Comedy Cafe where you were headlining all weekend long. Yeah, man. It was a lot of fun. Um, been to that club, uh, become a club for probably like 12, 13 years. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been through all the owners because that's, I mean, yeah. they've had a roster of them <laughs> yeah, in yeah. between. Um, how was the shows? How was the turnout for the weekend? Well, I think it's Friday. We had uh, like 100 on Friday, which is probably like the biggest crowd I've had since, okay. uh, I would say, May. Because you're a road comic, man. You're touring. I was. You were. <laughs> until, yeah, yeah, I was. until the world fell apart, you can't yeah, travel the road was, if there is none. It was going to be one of the most lucrative years I had. Like, really? And, yeah. Like, and I've been doing this 19 years. This would have been like. I just was working so steady. It was just like, you know, I think out of the 52 weeks of the year, I think I had uh, 43 of them booked. Wow. You know, Jesus. it was just like, and like. And it's all over. I mean, you drive, so you don't have a place to live, right? You live no, all no, over yeah, on yeah, the road. That's that's, uh, that's my shtick. Yeah. Is, uh, <laughs> I have uh, I have no home. I'm homeless. What's your shtick? I'm a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have anywhere to live. I, don't, I sleep on your couch. <laughs> that's my shtick. Is that how you do it? Is that how you get by? <laughs> yes. Yeah? <laughs> or in my car. Okay. You know, my couch isn't available because, you know, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's like, you know, you have a place. And, uh, like, you know, cause I'm getting older. So my friends are getting married and having children. Oh, so the guest yeah. room. Bye. Bye. Uh, we got a kid now. I'm like, Oh, hey, oh, so I guess you love that piece of shit more than me. Huh? You know like, <laughs> what I'm going to say? Like, you love, love that child more than, like, more yeah, than I, me. fucking stupid kid. <laughs> you got a, what do you got? A, what do you got? Mobile thing here? I'd have a fucking Pantera poster right here. Yeah. This Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Lame. We could have a pool table in here. You're really <laughs> fucking this room up. This yeah, kid's yeah, screwing yeah. everything up. You're you just get rid of this crib, put a pool table. Yeah. <laughs> You're ruining the show. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you, you've been doing stand-up for 19 years. You were on the road. So you had how many? 42 out of 50 or 49 out like of 50? 40, 43 out of 52. Okay. Weeks, so you're booked every, and then it all falls apart when? March. March. March, March 13th. Yep. And so what have you been doing the past? I mean, I know you're writing, uh, you're dude, working. It's like, it is the most random shit, man. So, okay. So first of all, at the very beginning of the pandemic, I was going, I was on, I'm on tour. So I'm going from, uh. Uh, North Carolina, I had to go to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. That was where I, I was supposed to be. I'm moving there. Okay. Yeah, 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 I'm so, on so, the radio there. It's okay. one of my favorite clubs, too. I love that Wait, club. That comedy there. zone? Yeah, yeah, I got a great story about Harrisburg, okay. too. So, uh, <laughs> so um, okay. So, I was supposed to be getting to Harrisburg, and it was in between. So, I was going to stop in Maryland, in between North Carolina and uh, Pennsylvania, because I okay. grew up in D.C., like right, outside of, like right outside of D.C. in Maryland. So, I got a friend of mine that I crashed with. Uh, her name is Heather Wise, one of the best human beings. Like, I've known her since middle school. She's got two roommates. He's got a dude that lives in the basement named Chung. So that he's like this uh, Korean dude. And it's like his, uh, it's this whole apartment. 
There's this whole apartment is like downstairs. And upstairs okay. is the other roommate named Rob. She's like, I cleared it with them. You're good to go. You know, they, they came with you and they're excited to me. And then everything falls apart. Two weeks or two days turns into two months, bro. That you were staying there? I was staying there two months. Oh, bro, the first week, listen, listen to this, man. Listen to this. The first week is uh, oh. is like I'm sleeping on the couch in the living room and it's like closest to the kitchen or whatever. So it's like I get woken up. I'm a light sleeper anyway. So I get woken up by yeah. like whatever, you know? And then Chung, he's like, hey, man. He's like, I got a futon downstairs if you want to fucking hang out. He's like, it's probably more comfortable like couch. He's like, it's better, you know, not as much light getting in. It's like quiet in the morning. I was like, I was like immediately. I was like, "Yes, dude, please, thank you." Know, but I was like, I was like, but I was like, man, I don't, I don't want like you. I just met you, man. I was like, I don't want to impose on yeah. your space. He's like, "No, nah, I've hung out with you." He's like, "You're cool, dude. You welcome down, bro." It was like so over that two months. Me and this guy was like my best friend, bro. This guy is amazing, dude. Was, I go, I go, dude. I was like 13 year old me. This is a dream come true. We're just smoking weed, playing video games, like, living the in best. a basement. Yeah, yeah. I go, I'm looking for the crippling financial fucking you know situation. I go, I, like I, this would be amazing. And he goes, and he's smoking, he's fucking, he's just like hitting the bong, and he looks at me, and he's laughing. He goes, you know, sometimes I feel kind of bags internally. I'm like, I hope some more of your shows get canceled. You have to stay longer. <laughs> like yeah. he was having so much fun, you know. He's like, and then uh, so I, I when I finally. I was like, yo, Chung, man, I'm about to hit the road. He's like, no, nah, man, for real. He was like, bums. I was like, dude, you know, I'll be back. I'm like, Frosty the Snowman, I'll be back next year, kid. <laughs> like, fucking, you know, just wish upon a star, I'll be there. Yeah. You know, so uh, so I just saw him oh, right, right, right around Thanksgiving. That's where I was for Thanksgiving. And just, so you like, went back up to fuck, DC. Yeah, it was hanging but out so, there. So, I mean, when your life is a stand up comic and you're on the road 40 some odd weeks out of the year, and then all of a sudden it grinds to a halt, I mean, it's been off for six or it's seven like months small now. Small miracles months. have kept me. So, first of all, I have a Patreon, right? So, like, I started the Patreon because this is my idea. Like, like I said, I've been doing this for 19 years and like I'm pretty good. You know, like I'm not like one of those comics who's like, I'm do shit, but I'm like, you know, I'm like, I know, like, I know my Kung Fu is strong. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, like, yeah. I'm, like, I'm good at this shit. <laughs> right. So, uh, sensei so my, of dick jokes. Right, right, right. You know, I got it down, you know? And then, um, so like, like, I can tell you, like, not every comic wants to be Eddie Murphy or Chris Tuck. Like, we we just we just or Chris Rock. We just want to pay our bills. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so we're all killing ourselves trying to get like five minutes on Conan or one of these late shows, and it's just like they then they show five minutes of our watered down material, <laughs> and then like and nobody even remembers your name. Yeah. The next week, you know what I'm saying? It, like, yeah, the Tonight Show was a great credit back in 1987. Yeah. There was six yeah. channels. Yeah. And, and when it, Johnny like, would welcome you over to the couch, and right, all you needed was, was like, five minutes, yeah, that exactly, was all your that career. Was it. You know, you know what I'm saying? And it's a little different now. You know, yeah. you know, so what my whole thing is, so my, my Patreon, like people subscribe for monthly. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get 100,000 subscribers and everybody subscribing for just $1. That's all I need, just one buck. Okay. That's $100,000 a month. Actually, it's 90000 because Patreon takes 10%. So okay. that's, the, that's 90 right off the top. <laughs> Everyone needs their cut. So, so what I want to do is I want to bring, like, each month, I'll bring three different comedians with me on the road on the Neverending Tour. And we all split the time. There's no headliner, so it's more of like a like a blue-collar comedy type thing. Which all right. I afford it, but it's all, like, it's all, you know... Dude, people that are awesome, like comedians that really work their asses off, and that you know you have been doing be, this yeah, forever, right? right should, yeah. You know, and then they get a whole month of work, and then at the end of the month they get twenty five grand. So I pay each one of them twenty five grand, so they get their nut. So especially comics that have kids that are out there busting their ass, and like they like I don't even have children, dude, and I feel like I'm drowning all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like this is like I, that's like actually one of the jokes I wrote over the over the um pandemic i was like yeah anytime i feel like 2020 has been rough or really hard and like it's really overwhelming and depressing i was like you know what i, I like to hop on facebook and i just immediately look up all my friends that have children and i just feel better about myself 
almost as pandemic's not as yeah, bad yeah, as yeah, I thought yeah, it was. Like, yeah. Things just, could just be worse. Eating a bowl of cereal, like <laughs> just woke up whenever I wanted. You know, yeah. like you can masturbate uh, whenever yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah, shit yeah, for yeah, as yeah. long There's as you want without stuff, somebody banging on the door. Oh, that's what I deal with every place I go in this house. It's because right. I work from home. My uh, my girlfriend works from home. The kid learns from home. We got a baby at home, so it's work in this house all the time. And that's why I go out and I do comedy because the guys that I work with in, in Harrisburg, they're like, so what's it like down in Florida? Because up there, it's shut down. You right. can't go do comedy anywhere. Right. But they're like, oh, I saw you were on Facebook, and you were at Vasani's, and you were at Coconut, you were at Laughing. And I was like, yeah, I got to get the fuck away from these people because yeah. I can't be around them 24 hours a day, man. It's wearing on me. Hence why we're in his bedroom right now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. why I turned this into a studio. So I can sit in here all day. <laughs> so yeah, man, that's that's but that's the goal. It's, so do you like, have what's the do you have the Patreon account set up already? It's already it was already set up before the pandemic happened. It's like so that's been like you know I I, I can pay a couple bills with that. Yeah, so that's like helping me. And then um, what is the Patreon? Is it PG Road Dog or that just Twitter? No, no, that's just Twitter. Okay. But Patreon is just my name, Patrick Garrity. Patrick Garrity on Patreon. So yeah. how much is it now to join? A dollar. You could you could do a dollar, you could do two, you could do five, you could do, but you, minimum you can do a dollar. Okay. You can do one dollar. That's all I ask. And, and then I would think it'd be cool just to follow your travels because you're going all over the country. So it's every weekend you're in a different that, city, and, and it, I would like to see what that's like as exactly somebody what, that is a comedian, or even if I'm not, just watching you travel the road. Right. Well, that's another thing too. That's why I think it would be fun to get like three comedians each month. So so like January would be these three, February would be three new ones. Yeah. And then so it's like a rotating. So it's like over 33 comedians a year, like making their night. And that way it's just like, you don't have to work these casinos or didn't even turn off the TVs while you're on stage. Uh, like, yeah. hey, I, just in case you're not enjoying my set, there's a Red Wings game on in the back. I watch it. Well, the problem with those shows too is that, uh, so I went and did, I've never done casino shows ever. Uh, I got a guest spot with Rich Voss in Atlantic city. Cause I grew up in Atlantic city. I'm like, Hey, I can bring some people. Well, they give away tickets to those shows. And Rich Voss is a very, very funny comedian. And there are people that were just walking in cause the tickets were free. It doesn't cost anything. They'd walk in, in the middle of the sets, they'd sit down, they'd see Rich Voss. They'd listen to a joke or two, and then they'd get up and walk yeah. out and I go, you guys don't understand the brilliance that you're missing here. Yeah, Rich yeah. Voss ended up walking a couple that didn't speak any English by doing Chinese jokes at him the entire time until they finally figured <laughs> out what he was talking about. And they got offended and walked up, but it was, so much fun to watch. Anyway, <laughs> I can't like it's just uh, those casino shows are tough. So at least you're saving, got you're putting other money, put money in other comics pockets. You're giving that, other guys. Yeah, a that's chance the to goal. Perform. That's what I want. That's what I like because I mean, like you know, I feel like like I said, especially with comics that have kids, man. I was like, this got to be like a million times harder than you know because you have people dependent on you. It's, yeah. it's hard enough like by yourself. You well, know, so. Those comics are working at Lowe's right now. Right. So it's like, but I mean, like if, imagine being able to go, oh, I got 25 grand in this one month. That really goes to go, oh, okay, well now, and it, and it frees up the log jam, you know, because yep. there's only 52 weeks a year. And, and that's the thing. Now I'm wondering, because I know like, like Jackie Knight, right? She had to be shut down for, or she shut down up until January. And I just sent her, I'm like, hey, I know you're backlogged. Here's my avails. And she's like, listen, I already have a crew of people that have, I, I had to cancel dates. So they get priority. So now you're looking at guys that are, you're booked all the way through June, July. Yeah, you're not yeah, going to get I'm, a spot. I'm, so I'm there. I'm actually at Jackie's the first week of March. Oh, I'm are there. you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's I'm a cool there. little club. Priority motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> cool. uh, it is, but that's what, that's the one thing I'm learning is that there were so many comics that had dates lined up and now they've been, they get first priority. So guys like us who were trying to come up, you know, you got to wait your turn. So now it's an even backlog for guys who aren't working comics right. who are just doing it for beer money and pizza money. Well, not even that money. is this like too is this like because uh, I was just in Greensboro and the owner there, man. Like I love this dude. Like he's one. Of, he's actually helped my career. Okay, uh, yeah, like, helped me get work and stuff. Because just because like his word was that respected, you know. 
So he was like, uh, he's like, man, you know, the crowds when I was there is like, you know, I think like 20 something the first show and then like 17. And I've been in the past when I've been there, it's packed out. It's a great room, you know? And then uh, I go, dude, yeah, sorry about these numbers. He's like, it's ain't your fault, man. It's just like, people don't want to come out unless it's a name. Now. He's just like, because that's like, you know, people have been getting comfortable in the homes. Like, I don't want to. Yeah, like, why risk so, it? Yeah, yeah, why, yeah. yeah, why so, yeah, exactly. They're like, I got to come out of my house for this shit. You I know? get it, man. Like, my so, buddy worked in so concert. They come to see Patrick Garrett. I'm like, I get it, dude. <laughs> yeah, hey, if Brad Garrett's there, we might show yeah, up. Right, but right. Patrick Garrett, yeah, I, was he on Everybody Loves Raymond? Yeah. No, okay. Uh, yeah, and my buddy worked in concert promotion in Austin, Texas, and he got laid off because they're like, yo, we don't know when concerts are coming right, back. Right. And he worked for, it wasn't like some mom and pop shop. He worked for Live Nation, and they were like, yo, uh, maybe summer 2021, oh we'll see you again. Yeah, and it's like, that's crazy. Oh my God. So all three of us because you lost your gig during the pandemic yeah, too right i lost first. my gig in radio yeah. and then you lost your comedy bro three days later <laughs> here's the thing too is it's like like i'm like, I'm like my bank account is like ooh, get real like i even my, my buddy chung because he fixes ac he's like hey man got a side job he's like you want to you want to help me he's like i'll pay you 300 bucks i was like i'll hold whatever flashlight you need yeah. me to hold you know <laughs> anything like, doing yeah, yeah, hvac yeah, and yeah, shit yeah. yeah whatever bud you know and he like he helped me out and then while i was out there uh while i was staying in, with my buddy this this lady hit me up and she's like yeah i've been a fan of you for like 10 years she's like i saw your patreon thing she's like i actually have an apartment in arlington and i'm out here in oregon now can you pack up the apartment she's like i'll pay you like twelve hundred dollars. Hey, I was like, man. yes, I was yeah. like twelve hundred dollars. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, going there. Yeah, yeah, I, I got Arlington. Is I got, the address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. I paid my friend that I was staying with because she was out of work. You know, the one I knew since middle yeah. school. So I gave her some money. Gave Chung some money. Gave, like they, he got a brand new TV out of it. So I felt good. I was, <laughs> like, I was like, good man. Hey, I paid you back for yeah, sleeping yeah, on your yeah, couch. Yeah, I'm smoking all your weed. I'm glad yeah. Chung's priorities are like right up there. Up there. <laughs> They're up there. No yeah. work. Brand new 5K TV right there on the oh, wall. He's still working. He's an AC guy. So oh, he's perfect. still, he's essential. He's, he's essential. Like, so I'm got, a useless this piece is of bonus shit. Yeah. He's yeah. essential. I was essential. And they were like, you know what? Yeah. We don't need you that bad. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. we're not that hard up for essential workers. Yes. Thank you for bringing us through most of the pandemic. We no longer need your service. Well, the hard part, then when they were allowed to, the thing was, they were allowed to open it back up to part timers. And they were like, all right. Beat it! All the full time people that had contracts, and oh. I was getting ratings bonuses, and they were like, "Yeah, this guy, we're paying seven dollars an hour. We're not paying. You're paying, getting paid twenty five yeah. plus ratings bonuses, health benefits." And they're like, "Fuck out of here!" Oh. And that's what happens. But it's you know, uh, comedy and radio are similar in the way that you got to hustle. Like, uh, oh, for sure. When you're coming up in comedy, I'm sure you had side jobs. I'm sure you bust tables. You had to do all kinds of shit. How many years? Has it been since, like, I know you had to go back to doing side jobs for a little bit during the pandemic, but how long before that have you just been full-time comedy? You haven't had to oh. pick up and go dig ditches and so do I shit said, like okay, that. So this is my 19th year in comedy, and I was doing comedy full-time. Even when I had, like, my last regular job, I was only working there, like, one day a week, and I was making, like, whatever, like, a hundred-something dollars for that day, and then that was it, and the rest of the time was on comedy. So I was, like, uh, 2004? 2005. All right, so the first time in 15 years you got to pump the brakes. How is it weird when you get back up on stage the first time? How long were you off? Because you end in March, and then when do you get back up for the first time? So March, yeah, nothing in March. Uh, So it was like March 13th was my last show. It was in Greenville, South Carolina. And then um, I was supposed to, then then everything got canceled. Okay. Like it just, it was just like waking up email after email. Hey, I'm sure you already, like, yeah, 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 fucking, <laughs> yep. the year of the dick kiss, oh, yeah. roll like, of shit. Yeah, yeah, like, they just come the in and it's like, okay, you're just like, you don't even want to like check the messages. <clears throat> so then I'm like, I'm like, so I'm looking at out West and I'm like, okay, I see certain, I see movement, you know? And I'm like, cause my year, the way it goes is like 
Florida's December through February. Okay. So when I come to Florida, and as soon as March hits, I start hitting the Carolinas. And then by the time late March is around, then I'm up in like Harrisburg. And then April, I'm in like Ohio, Illinois area. Then late April, I'm in Missouri. Oh, man. You're like Arkansas. avoiding the snow, too. Yeah, you're yeah, going, yeah, yeah, that yeah, is perfect yeah, yeah, timing. Yeah, like right, wrap around. And then by the time May it's hits, experience. I'm in Texas. Then June, I'm in the Southwest, like New Mexico, uh, Tucson, Arizona. And then, uh, and then I'll head up to Vegas and then Reno. And then I'll fly out. Like, then usually I have two weeks in the Bahamas. So I'll fly out, do a week in Florida right before oh, I go to the Bahamas. Cool, man. Then I go to the Bahamas two weeks, fly back out to the Northwest, finish my Northwest tour that lasts about till October. And then by the time October hits, I'm already hitting Colorado. Like in like by, by September, I'm in the Colorado area. And I hit, uh, go from there to like back to the Midwest, like maybe Texas or Arkansas and then head back up or, or even Chicago. Like I'll head up back. And um, you do all this driving. You don't fly, right? It's all. Time, the only time I fly is when I fly from the Northwest to Florida to do a show and then from Florida to the Bahamas and then from Bahamas back. And then that's it. And then you get your car and you drive all the way around again. Right. I, got, you- I got one flight actually this year. Cause I got to fly. Sometimes I'll fly to Vegas once a year. But I do, uh, I, I'm flying out to Arizona because that's where my car, my new car is. Okay. Like I'm retiring the one I got now. The one all right. Like, I want to talk about that too. But first, all right. So March, you it, everything gets shut down. When do you get back up on stage that's for the right. first time? Oh, so yeah, uh, last week of May. So it was like May 29th and 30th. So March, April, and the whole week, month of May. Is it weird? Do you, I mean, because you've been the doing it for 19 years. The first one was wobbly years. legs. I was like, all right. Because I was like, I actually did like... The night before I went on stage, I did some acid, and I was like, let me fucking, like, <laughs> "Welcome let me, back, let me, everybody! <laughs> let me get the juices going." <laughs> so good to be here. So, uh, so yeah. I start, but I start. I actually came up with some like funny shit, okay. you know, because I was like, I was like, pa 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 pa, you know, I was, I was talking like, like, what am I gonna talk about here? Because I was like, because me and my buddy, because I was working with a friend of mine, he's like, oh, how much should we talk about this shit? I was like, I don't know, man. I was like, I got some, I got some premises for yeah. like the COVID shit, but I haven't like really like polished them out yet. I'm like, you know, so I'm trying to, so I'm trying to hammer this shit out on acid like the night before, like the <laughs> fucking premises. But I came up. Interesting, interesting way to go. Yeah. I came, but I feel like I hit some fucking good ones. I was talking about like, cause every time I turn on the news, it's like, we're living in unprecedented times. Everything's <laughs> unprecedented. You know what I'm like? Even when you get on the phone with a robot trying to get you money from the government, you're like, we're living in unprecedented times. <laughs> You're receiving an unprecedented amount of phone, phone calls. calls. Yeah. <laughs> Your wait time is 44 hours and 33 minutes. Bear with us. We're in this together during these unprecedented times. Like, did that fucking robot <laughs> just tell me that we're in this together? Yeah. The piece of shit. You right. and AI in this right, together. Right, right. And you go, yeah, I get it. Shit's unprecedented. When's shit going to be precedented again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need so to get back to work. Press the fucking precedented <laughs> button because this is a fucking living nightmare, you know? And then I go, and I'm like, I go, I just want some direction. You know, I just want, like, just let me know what I'm supposed to do. Like, should I take my $200 and reinvest it in my, you know, car registration? Or should I just head on down to Home Depot, get a sledgehammer, get the fucking Thunderdome rate, and, like, you know, just, <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, get going, you know? Yeah. And I was just like, and I'm like, I want a Thunderdome just because of, like, you know, the matchups you'd get. Yeah. Right? It's like, in this corner, at five foot four, weighing at 217 pounds, it's Karen. <laughs> she, she would have talked to the manager now she's got him some fucking psycho comes up from the used to work at applebee's he's got a chainsaw already you know i was like before before the apocalypse he was just todd the manager at applebee's now he's Genghis todd slayer of karen's you know so i'm like this is the shit that i'm thinking about acid i'm like okay gotta welcome remember. to the yeah. purge at applebee's yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Choose your weapon as you walk inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just like, yeah, people like, I thought I was just supposed to wear a mask. <laughs> now, so you've had the same car uh, yep. because this is an interesting story to me. You drive all over. I mean, all right, what year is the car? Okay, so the first car that I started doing this with, I had like the, when the like when I first really became truly homeless was back in like 2010. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, into 2009, 2010. 
So, um, like that car was a '94 Honda Accord. Like I just bought it. It was like it was it was a uh, it was also a manual. Okay. Right? So this fucking thing, I always do jokes about. It. I was like, I swear to God, it's like it knows I'm trying to get rid of it. <laughs> you know, like anytime I got a little bit of money, it was like, oh, saw you looking at that Hyundai distributor cap. <laughs> and then something else would go wrong. Yeah. Like you piece of shit. Like the clutch went out. Like it's just like everything. So I I grew like I grew to resent this car. You know, I'm just ended. I'm like you fucking piece of shit like and i remember walking like from my hotel room like whatever shithole they had me stuck at in the middle of fucking like you know you know paducah kentucky or whatever the fuck i'm at doing some one-nighter and then it's, it's snowing and the car is there i'm like you better not fuck with me in the snow like, <laughs> you just, better you start fucking piece of shit yeah. you know i just had this disdain for it and then i started thinking i was like and I, it, what really made me register is it's like well when are, when are you gonna get a new car are you, gonna, are you gonna trade this one in i was like for what five bucks I was like, this thing this is like, you know, so then I started thinking, I was like, well, what if I made a call? Like, what if people started signing it okay. after a show? And then I was like, that's when I came up with the idea. I was like, that was like, then the car would mean something. Now my whole fucking attitude towards this fucking car changed because it went from like, oh, you're going to break down on me, you piece of shit to like my pride. You know, it was like everybody signing it. It just became like a, became like a symbol of like my hard work. It's yeah. like the, the road itself and like people being a part of your journey. Like I had no AC. So I'm just sitting in like fucking Atlanta, sweating, and I'm like oh. at a red. I'm just like, God, fucking Jesus Christ! And I look over, and this this lady had to be like 84 years old, and she's just smiling, looking at the car, and then she looks up at me, and she gives me this thumbs up. And I'm like, Oh, because you have signatures <laughs> right, everywhere. Right, right. I mean, it's she, on she, every she, she, single window. She's like, I don't know exactly what in all this interior. Is. Yeah, she's like, in her head, you can see she's like, I don't know exactly what this is, but it's something positive, and it made me smile. And kind of like a thank you, yeah. Like, like, and I'm like, well, thank you, because I'm sweating my ass off here. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, so I, that, like, like kind of like that would happen, like a Come lot to of the times. Show. Yeah. yeah. Can, can, I need when to I would get tell fix people, this air I would tell people that too. They'd be like, "Can I sign your car?" I'm like, "Come to the show." It was like, I tell jokes. If you want to sign it, yeah, I listen to my jokes. <laughs> and they, I did a boardwalk bowl with you in Orlando, and people did. They lined up to sign the car. It was That's cool. Right. Yeah, people yeah. were out there, I'm like, "Hey, let me sign this car." So that was that the car that got stolen, or is no. that a, okay? So no, you have that, I had car? that one. I got. I had that one. I started doing it. I started having the, the tradition started in 2015 and then I had it for like eight or nine months and I finally got it running great. Like I just got the oil changed and then I hit a deer. Like I tried to avoid hitting a deer in Iowa and I hit an embankment, fucking rolled it. Oh it. shit. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So I come out like, and that's your I, home too. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, I had fuck? everything I owned in it. So like, I, I fucking like hit, a tornado I, hit a trailer. <laughs> yeah. Dude, seriously. No, I hit this ditch. I roll it. Like my shit is everywhere. It's like clothes. And um, like the last thing I remember is when I when I hit the ditch, my head came and I I remember the glass shattering. Like that was the last oh, thing you I saw. Hit was, your head on the yeah, window. On the, no, yeah, Ooh. on the side window, yeah. like shattered the glass, and then I woke up, like my head's bleeding, and it was just like this whole like I'm like, I can't even see it. I'm like like my left eye is yeah. like, blood and shit. And um so I cry and I got a, I I have a severe concussion <laughs> because uh I come around, I'm like, I need to find my phone, but everything's dark. Like it's at nighttime in Iowa. There's like, like there's no lights. Yeah, there's, there's no, no, yeah, no, 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 no lights. Like, just fucking like, cornfields. It's just children and deer. of the corn. Yeah. It's just like I'm just waiting for someone to be like, like I'm rummaging through my shit. Malachi, <laughs> like, like I'm out of the fucking Come darkness. With us. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so finally, I'm like, okay, I can't find my phone because I can't see anything. I go, I need a lighter. So I'm looking around, and I finally find a lighter. Then I take the lighter, and then I'm looking around. I'm like, what am I looking for? Oh, my phone. And that would go on because I would forget. It was like, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Memento. Yeah. yeah. Where I can't make fucking new memories. So yeah. I was like, what am I looking for? Oh, my phone. Takes and photos I, yeah, yeah. and write shit down. Yeah. On yeah, yeah. I'm like, look for your phone. I had like right <laughs> on my forearm. And then, uh, so I finally find the phone and I call my buddy. Who he, I go, dude, you got to come get me. I was like, I was in a car accident. I'm fucked up. 
He's like, what state are you in? Because I left like three hours ago, but I'm like two miles down the road. Because I'm like, oh, that's how fucked up I was. I was like trying to find, you know, this fucking phone and yeah. forever. So he finally comes and gets me like, has to clean up this whole mess. Like he grabs all my shit. He's like one of my best friends. Luke Swanson is the guy's name. He's, a, he's like a fucking hero of mine. Luke, so what nice. happened to the car? So you roll it. So, so I, now I need, I got to get the new, I got to get, I got to get the title out and the fucking, because now it's, it's done. Like where, 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 where am I going to put it? Yeah, you, know, I'm a, and also, you don't I'm, just leave it. Do yeah, you? exactly. I'm staying. No, I'm staying no. at my buddy's. I'm staying at my <laughs> That'd buddy's. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I burn it. I'm staying at my buddy's place and his with his parents, and they were like, they had already let me stay there for like three weeks, and I felt like the biggest piece of shit. Like, thank you guys so much. It's like taking care of another grown hey, adult. Look who's back. Yeah, you got, yeah, yeah, Patrick yeah, Garrett again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now he's okay. bleeding from the head. Dude, I come, out, I come out of the fucking <laughs> like, <laughs> like they, they're like really, they're like when you think of like a hard working blue collar like iowa family like, yeah. like the dad's like does postal service the mom like she works like at, uh, i think at a school and like she just they, they work their asses off you know and then like oh here's your oldest son's <laughs> friend that he met at the comic like we've been from like hey what's up hey what's up guys can you i know, stay like, for three yeah, weeks yeah, yeah, and yeah, now yeah, i'm back for another yeah, three <laughs> dude no no only less than a week i was there yeah for, like an additional but i did feel bad because i remember the dad i was like hey <laughs> and i remember like my head was like all gash and he just had this look like still here you know great like, see you at breakfast yeah i was just like sorry man so you roll the car you end up going i mean i have to leave it i have to i have to junk it at a junk like at a fucking tell you so, so i signed i signed it over and fucking what do you away. do do you buy because you got to get back on the road and that's also a, your home I put a GoFundMe on thing because i had like i had like maybe 600 bucks in the bank account okay. I was like yo guys it's like anybody uh, can I, help yeah my buddy put up because like, but the thing was like it became so popular with people signing the car, that my GoFundMe man, I raised like four grand in less than a week. Wow! Like because everybody, everybody that's signed good it. Fans, right? Like, like I don't have a lot of fans, but I have some very, very fucking loyal ones, man. Yeah. Like, you know, like that. Like this card that I have now. The only reason I got it, like the the 2004 Xterra, is because the car was this car was stolen, and it's on its last leg anyway, man. And then he was like, "Hey, man, I got an Xterra for you. All you got to do is get to Reno." I'll give it to you. Oh, wait. All right. So, all right. Let's get back. So the car crashes. You're junk it. You get the new car. What's the new car? That's this car is a car. CRV. Okay. Honda CRV. So That's the one, one that I signed. This is the one I've had for like since 2016. But it got stolen. It got stolen and in Los Angeles. And then they found it. Yeah. It got stolen in Los Angeles. It was like right after 4th of July weekend. I remember because it was hot as fuck. And I just wanted to like go get something to eat. Like I, And I, I come out there. And it's just gone. And, and that's just, your house with everything in oh, it again. Like, like, luckily, I had taken some of the shit out. Like, I took my backpack with the laptop out. Okay, it did get a couple cameras, but it was oh. just like some, it was like a GoPro in like like yeah, a, but it still, was like that's old what recorder. you used to record right, your right, shit. Right, you probably right, got yeah. sets on the memory yeah, card some, on there. Yeah, there was a couple of those. Oh, the thing oh. that pissed me off the most, the thing that pissed me off the most, dude, is like not only did I have signatures all over my car, but I also collect hotel room key cards. So I had like like each hotel I stay at, I keep it. Okay, and then it's just like I had almost a thousand of them. And I was gonna make like this cool like collage, you know, like make it look like because some of them are light, some of them are dark, you yeah. know. So it'll be like life on the road, like like looking type shit. Yeah. Like and I, and they stole that. They stole. What all the my fuck hotel would they room. do with a thousand hotel card? Yeah, hotel key. room key cards. <laughs> and, and why would they, like they steal a, the most one of the most recognizable cars <laughs> in Los right. Angeles? As a, you know? like, uh, yeah, me telling the police. Yeah, it's a '99 Honda. What color is it? It's oh, uh, well, white with base, Sharpie. You know, white with just nonstop graffiti all over. <laughs> how many? How many crayons are in a Crayola '64? Oh, '64 colors. There's like, that and it's many colors. Literally, I mean, it's the entire car. In fact, here, let me pull a picture up of it. But I'm sure that uh, Patrick Garrity's signature car will show up. That'd be cool if it does. Images. 
No, it came up. Patrick Garrity, a signature playing card for a basketball player. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's when I started. <laughs> you're on Facebook, right? It's got to be on your Facebook page. So my, I mean, my Instagram would probably be. What's the your best. Instagram? Uh, uh, G A R R I T Y G R A M Z Garrity Grams. Garrity Grams. All right. Uh, yeah, because everybody saw. Okay, cool. Yeah, everybody signs a car. So the entire car side, it's pretty recognizable. If the cops are looking for a car, it's the only one covered in graffiti. Right, right. there's a good picture of it. Yeah, look at that. Laughing Comedy Cafe. Yeah, yeah, right there. That's uh, the place where I just was. Yeah, so, okay, so somebody Wait, sees that this. that was the last show. No, 39 weeks oh, ago. Yeah, yeah. March 13th. Oh, March. Yeah, that's, yeah, the, that's, that's it. All right, so you take this to LA, you go inside, you come out, it's gone. How long until they find it? A week. Did they tell you, hey, you might as well give up hope. We're not going to find this. Because, I mean, it's Los well, Angeles. Well, that's what that, because it was like I waited there for like five days, and then I just came from Arizona. So my friend of mine, an awesome person, drove all the way out from Tucson, Arizona, all the way to Los Angeles, picked me up, and then drove me back to Tucson and was going to let me stay with her. And then as soon as I get back to Tucson, they're like, hey, found your ride. And then I had to drive all the way Turn around. Yes. And did Dude. she have to turn around and yes. drive you back? Yes. Oh, that's fucking- so wow. Tucson to LA, back to Tucson, back to LA, back oh, to that's Tucson. That's horrible. That's a good friend. What no, an amazing she's a, friend. No, no, no. She is, yeah, she is the best. No, she is amazing. So, yeah. they, so then you end up, so you get the car back. Everything is uh, in, like, did they steal your radio? Did they steal anything else? Or it was just the Stole key like, card? Uh, like one of those, you know, one of my speakers that you, Bluetooth speakers that you yeah. listen to music. I stole that. I just stole like- my shoes, about a third of my clothes. Okay. And um, yeah, and just like some electronics. But you get it back, so that's cool. So at least- No, I didn't get any, I didn't get my shoes well, back. you got I, your I, car back. I got my car, but that was all I got back was my car. And then somebody, so then after that, somebody hears a story of you getting your car stolen, and, and then they the offer- week, they were like, hey man, I got a car, if you could just make it, because that's what she was going to, we were going to go to, we, she was going to pick me up, and then she was going to drive me to Reno to help me get this car. And then, uh, and then after I got the other car back, so, but my buddy was like, yo, if you, you know, I know your car's old. So if you still want this one, it's 2004 Xterra, less than a hundred thousand miles on it. I was like, yeah, that, man, uh, that thing will hold up too. Up. Nissan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. So now what do you do with the car that has all the signatures? Cause you can't get got rid of another that. Buddy of mine. I got another buddy of mine is like a fan. He's like it, this, this guy too, like just a really, really good dude. Uh, he'll hit me up occasionally, man. He's just like, and he managed to find times where I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing with my life type thing? And he's like, dude, you're great, bro. He's like, he's like, he's like, he subscribes to the Patreon. He's like, dude, man. He's like, he's like, keep doing what you're doing, man. He's like, he's like, keep getting there. He's like, because he was like talking about like how people like watching growth and like people go from you go they from do, Honda, they start like, following. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Cause my goal is to get, get a fucking tour bus, you know, and I did three comics every and pay him 25 grand. Everybody signs a tour bus. Oh, that's like, cool. You know what I'm saying? And then each that's month, that's a lot of signatures. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So then each week, the, the, me and the three other comedians, We'll do a, like my podcast, and it's like every week, you know, and then yeah. like, and we'll be in a different city all the time. So it's like we're interacting with different fans, playing okay. other stuff, you know. Like, like there's this one place in uh, Colorado Springs, and it's like after the show Thursday, it's in the shopping center. And it's this thing called Whirly Ball. Okay, I don't know if you've heard of it. No. Okay, no. so it's like it's like in this court, right? There's two targets on each side. So instead of a basketball hoop, it's like targets, and then there's five people on each team, and you're, everybody's like five people on this team are in bumper cars. Five people on that team are in bumper cars. So you're in bumper cars and you're riding around. You have like that, you know, the highlight swoop thing, you know, where it's like, from yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. Right. So you have one of those, but it's a wiffle ball and you got to pass to each other. And the goal is to hit the target on the other side, but you're fucking, you're smashing. So it's like polo, but with, with bumper cars. Co yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, dude. It is whirly ball. Whirly ball. I like, get that down here. I, I don't know, man, but it's like, yeah, with like five comics and drunk. And See what like, happens? That's what I'm saying. Whirly ball yeah, drunk. That'd be fun. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. There's no other way to play it, I feel like it's only, it's only, you know, this is the way Colorado is. They 
just made weed legal there for like first, and they came up with this and game, mushrooms. This, this and mush- beautiful game, <laughs> the mushrooms too. Yeah, see, that's why they came They've up with this dirt- beautiful game. They criminalized it, yeah. right? So I mean, like it's, it, but I mean, it's just was so we do fun stuff like that. Like yeah, every city we go to, like all right, you know. Well, I think that's the whole cool part of being on the road is it's got to be lonely. There's got to be a ton of times where you're driving from fucking one city to the next and you're bored out of your fucking mind. You've listened to everything. But the best times I have is when I have like my buddy, like Ricky Reyes, my buddy Luke Swanson. I was telling you about the fucking save my ass when I wrecked in Iowa. But yeah, like having my butt, like that's when it's the best. So like having three different comedians with you on the time and like everybody gets to work we, we're all getting we're all gonna be in the best moods because we're all getting paid, paid good money yeah, yeah. yeah and you're doing we, shows we're doing show we're working and we're in the we're gonna and, no, and nobody wants to be the weakest link so everybody's gonna be bringing their best shit yep. and be like so it's gonna be a show you know yeah. it's gonna be and it's like like i don't give a shit about being famous man it's just like but making the tour famous like leaving a legacy so here's here's so i call my tour they're never in tour because i don't have a home right so when i do when i finally am ready to like i'm done like, I'm just going to, like, I'm going to pass it down like it's a fucking pirate ship or some shit. Like, fucking, like, <laughs> like the Dread Pirate Roberts from Princess Bride. Like, I'm not even the real Dread Pirate Roberts. He's, like, he's fucking retired, you know? Yeah. So it literally becomes a never-ending tour. It goes on forever. To like, the, next the next guy that's going to yeah, be yeah, the road dog. The next captain, yeah. Do you think, I, everything that I've heard has been, and I mean, you're the uh, opposite of what I've been told. But from what I've been told, the road is dead. That's what people say, that it's uh, hard to go do the road now. People don't want to do it. The pay's not worth it. Uh, the opportunities it is, it aren't is, there. It is brutal. I mean, I mean, like, I've also spent, I'm doing this 19, 20 years, man. So it's just like, I've, I've built my, I've built my network. Like I, like, for instance, this past year sucks, but I was, I was going to headline hyenas for the first time. Like I went there and featured twice and I like, I impressed the owner and I was like, Hey man, I was like, it's up to you, but I would like, it's up to you to give me the opportunity. But if you give me one, man, I'll make the I'll most do of a good job. Like that. I was like, yeah, like, I'm not that guy, but he like, he likes my comedy. He likes my story. Like yeah. he, so he signed the car, you know? So it's like one of those things where the, I think that like there's certain bookers where they see that they see my vision, they see what I'm about, you know, mm-hmm. they're like, they're like, you know, cause if I could accomplish this and I give something for comics to look forward to other than a five minute set, it's like, yeah, a five minute set on Kona is good, but what about 25 grand for an entire month of work where you're like in a good environment where you like, you feel good about having yourself. Having fun. Right? That's yeah, why I got fun. into stand yeah, up. It wasn't like, like everybody's like, oh, I want to be on TV. What about a tour bus though? Like what about the actual touring itself? What about yeah. like feeling like a big name as you're touring? Like, and even though it's like, so you're part of this awesome thing and people will pay attention because it's four awesome comments. I'm like, how do you make a killer show? Easy. Put all killers on the fucking show. I know who the killers are. I've been doing this for 20 years. Yeah, like, so I know you've they, worked with them. I know, you know who who's they good. Are. Yeah, you yeah know who's I know not. who's like, I'm like, oh, those, those comics that are killer. That motherfucker doesn't have 45 minutes. They don't need that. They don't even need <laughs> oh, yeah, it. Yeah, because you, you have four you, of them. Because like, yeah. yeah, you just need like, you don't even need 45 minutes. Just give me, you're a killer for 25 or 30, buddy. That's all I need. That's funny. You know, that's cool. That's a good idea, man. I think it is, you know, it's just like when, because, because I'm so, because another thing, there's, there's no more last comic standing, right? And like, I'm so sick of these fucking competition shows. This is a camaraderie show. This is like, we're working together. Have you ever had anybody try and get you to do one of those? Like any management or anybody of that's what? tried to push you into one of those? Like, hey, go try out for like uh, oh, America's did, yeah. Got Talent. Oh, no, or- I, 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 I tried out for uh, last comic when I was like 23 or 24, you know, when I was like still real young. Yeah. And, but yeah, I was just like, you know, I didn't fucking make it or anything, but. Like, yeah, I just, uh, <clears throat> for me, I just like, I, I had a distaste in, for the industry. I remember when I, like one of my first times out to LA, like, first of all, before I even went out to LA, I did an audition for, uh, just for laughs. And this was back in like, fuck man, I had to be, this is almost 15 years ago. So, uh, I do the audition so well to the point where like, I got like three applause breaks during my like six or seven minute set. And then I was like, Hey, I got to wrap this up. And the audience groaned. They're like, Oh, like. 
Oh, that's yeah, cool. The, like, I was like, oh, this is going. This, I, this could not have gone any better. Yeah. Like I was like, I dunked, fuck, dunked it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> not even a call, not, nothing, not even a callback. Right. I was just like, that is literally the best I could have done. You know, and that's why it was so discouraging. I was like, there's so that just means, and it never amounted <clears throat> to anything besides a good nothing. set. But there was a woman who was like one of the one of the people that was the judges or whatever. So when I was in LA, I did a set at uh, the Laugh Factory because I opened for Kevin Nealon a few times. And he knows, so he let me like get a spot. He remember me. He's like, yeah, you can absolutely. I'll put you on. And so I had such a good set, evidently, that uh, they contacted this woman in Florida who was one of the judges. She's like, hey, what do you know about? So she contacted me. It was like, yeah, there was somebody. Like, I'm like, oh shit, somebody's like noticing my yeah. shit. You know, she's like, yeah, send them your stuff, send them my stuff. I heard nothing back. I'm like, yeah. I'm like crazy. you just tapped me on my shit. Like, you can't even Got respond. Got me all excited. Yeah, like, what the fuck? You, <laughs> you know, can't I'm even like, respond back. I'm just, Sorry, we're fucking full. Get out. Yeah, I was hey, like, hey, how are you? I was like, you had me go through all this, send you this electronic fucking kit, whatever. I'm just like, I'm so, but but that's what's so great about this idea too, is with, with, the, with the Patreon idea, like, is because like, this is this is a this is a show idea, which would this is easily a show you could see on Netflix yeah. or Comedy Central or whatever. But if it's produced by Netflix or Comedy Central, that means they can cancel it whenever they want. But if it's supported, but it's by audience to artist, and there's no like I'm I'm the channel, I'm the producer. Yeah. Like, Plus, you, they, you would, own the rights to it right, now. Right, it's exactly. Yours, it's it everything. Never, it would never be like it would just be artist audience. That's it. No, no network. No, no I don't need it. No middleman. Well, you don't any. I mean, a lot of the guys that are going out and filming specials are doing it themselves without the right. backing of anybody else. They put the money up front. They own the. It's now their proprietary rights, and they'll turn around and sell it to a Netflix, to a Hulu, to an Amazon, and see who's going to yep. be the highest bidder. And sometimes they sell, sometimes they don't. But it's better to at least own it yourself and right. own the concept and give it away to them. Well, also, for, it's just like I think I like because I'm trying to get like because I, I want to get the goal is is like I want to get first. My first goal is to get my Patreon high enough so I can hire a producer to come on the road with me because I tell you what. After driving 17 hours, I really don't feel like editing fucking video. Yeah, I know. Get it's, to the hotel room after yeah, you yeah, drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four it's states. Like, yeah. You know, I no, really, it's, 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 yeah, it's just so tedious. So if I have a guy with me that's helping me do it, you know, I can actually pay him. Then that, like, then I could put out content every week. And I, cause I know this is one of those ideas that if it, it could snowball, it'd be like, oh, this is like, this dude's been homeless for like, like 10 years, <laughs> 15 you know? years. Yeah. Like fucking busting his ass, you know? So I mean, but I mean, that's like one thing that's the idea is also very American. It's one of those things where it's like, this is, this, that's what hard work looks like. You know what I'm saying? So is, is, um, do I know you don't have a home per se, but is there a place where you store shit? Like yeah, in that thing. And that's that, it. Yeah. 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 Well, inside the well, car. The great. The great thing about it is, this is because my buddy is so adamant about, he, he wants it in his garage. He's like that much of a fan. So, uh, I'm going to leave. That's my storage unit. Oh yeah. There you go. You can put everything store. in there. Yeah, yeah. Free storage. Shit that I don't need. Or that's like, cool. What, yeah. I'll be mean, like, I'm going to keep this in the car in your place for as long as you live here. Blah, blah, blah. That's cool that comics are finding that niche audience and growing from it. Because it is. People no, like that's to a see huge it. deal that he's doing for me. Like, that's and, a, like, I can't thank the guy enough for, like, I mean, it's such a... Uh, people do like to see growth. They like to follow from the beginning it's, it's and then why, watch it's one of the, grow, it's, so. it's stupid, but it's one of the reasons why people love Pokemon so much. I started off as a baby Charizard, then I fed it. And, fucking, <laughs> and then I battled. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now it's destroying people. It's just, it's just like, that's like part Bow of it. to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now I'm on a tour bus, you fucks. <laughs> you know, like... Feel my power yeah. back over you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I right, just to be able to like look at another comic and write them a check for twenty five grand and hand that to them just to be like, I know, buddy, I yeah. know. And it's coming from you. It's not coming from the Burlstein Entertainment Agency. Right. And it's there's coming from somebody like I know. Coming. I know the struggle, buddy. I get it. Like I fucking like. I remember just I tell people like 
with this thing because the, the the seats don't fold all the way down. Okay. So I'm kind of like when I sleep and I'm on a ramp, you know, it's like a little bit. So I can't <laughs> lay flat, and then my my I'm too tall because my legs will like I have to tuck one in, like I'm sliding in a second, you know. So. When I have to get out of the, go to the bathroom, I pop out of the back door because people are already looking at it anyway. They're like, oh, look at that car. <laughs> yeah. And that's weird. Like, and I'm in like a Planet Fitness parking lot. So I peel out of it. And like, now it's like some sweaty, disgusting alien coming out of the thing, you know? <laughs> they're like, oh, somebody's living in that car, you know? Yeah. So I got like, I got a bunch of cool pictures. Where do you yeah. shower? The gym? Is that where that's you exactly? Get? Yeah. I got a membership to Planet Fitness. That's my, that's my guy, Luke, right there. That's a guy that, that pulled you yeah, out of the guy, car in fucking, Iowa. Yeah. That's my boy, man. That's my guy. So, have you ever gotten pulled over by a cop? Yeah, there's a cop that's signing it. If you keep scrolling, there's a cop that signed it. So, he pulled you over just to ask what the fuck was going on? What the fuck is this? Have they ever given you shit for, like, impeding your view? Yeah, that's what the guy said. He's like, like, you know, if I was an asshole, cop could write you a ticket for, like, 250 bucks. I was like, I mean, you pulled me over. I go, That's I go, kind of a dick move. Well, no, no. He goes, but he, he was like, what is this thing? And I was like, happy to talk. I mean, it was like two o'clock in the morning. He was bored. So, I was like, uh, yeah, I'm a, com- I'm a comedian. And, um, yeah, this is my car. I let everybody sign it. He kind of like started, he had like a little smirk on his face. I was like, do you want to sign it? He's like, fuck yeah. So I uh, <laughs> gave him a marker and he's like, yeah. There you go, the, buddy. Yeah, man. Uh, see, this is what I would like to see when I'm like, that would be the cool part of traveling and being on the road. Is yeah, I would have thought it, but I don't want to be a cliche shit. either, you know, but it's, uh, it's just like. Yeah, but when you see yeah, something that pretty, you're like, how can I not? I want to yeah, remember yeah, this yeah. and it's cool to share it with other people who can't see it for themselves. See this right, and you're right. like, all right, let's get fucking on to Uncasville. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> man. I, I'm trying to, God, oh, that's so, but I, I'm trying to write out a bit about like, cause I used to date a chick from England, you know, and then uh, I was like, I was like, there's some of the most polite people, right? Because it's like whenever they like, she, cause she met somebody else from England, they're going in, the, they met at the doorway at the same time. It's like, oh no, my you go ahead first. He's like, no, he says you go first, and it's just like this like <laughs> jousting of like fucking etiquette, you know? Yeah. It's like so it's just like almost like a, a Attenborough like fucking watching. It was like. This dueling of etiquette and politeness can go on for hours. I was like, yeah, I watched like three seasons of Breaking Bad while they were going back and forth. You know? It was like, and sometimes it ends in tragedy. Such was the case in 1847 when Nigel Montgomery Higglebottom IV came to an intersection with, <laughs> what the fuck was the other, you know, Chester Bonamy Bigglebottom V. And it's just like they fucking just stuck it there. And there's like, this went back and forth for three days until they both came to the elements <laughs> and died of exposure. That's when the roundabout was created to avoid such tragedies. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's funny. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, that, and that's the shit I think of when I'm fucking riding around and, you know, just like smoke a weed and just driving <laughs> to <drug laughs> fucking 17 hours. Someone calling? Yes. Uh, Unknown, so it's a block phone number. That's going to be a good sign. Hello. Good evening. Welcome to my bedroom. Play radio with grown men. Who's this? Well, why don't you go fuck yourself? Okay. Piece of shit. Eat a dick, asshole. <laughs> I love how interact. I wish Dad. he was just more specific. He must have been talking to Rob. Yeah. Yeah. You Usually said me. so much so far, you fucking <laughs> asshole. No, gotta be me. I mean, oh, by the way, running my like, mouth all night, you fucking jerk. <laughs> if you would like to call 239 320. Yeah. If, if anybody else wants to call Rob a cunt, hey, you all play a game of hide and go fuck yourself, all right? I don't give a shit. I'm just sitting here as decoration this evening. Oh, you got a real comedian and me who plays pretend. That's funny. Um, 
Uh, your shows. So you came off Laughing Comedy Cafe. Good weekend over there. Um, you're going to Side Splitters this weekend, right? You'll be in Side Splitters yeah, we're Thursday through what? Sunday. Thursday through Sunday. Are yeah. you headlining featuring? Just just one one of the shows, like the early show on Saturday. I'm headlining. But uh, yeah, I'm open it for John Caparulo. Oh yeah, so, yeah dude, yeah. he's cool, nice. man. Yeah, yeah. from Cleveland area. Because yeah, I, yeah. I worked in radio in Cleveland for five years, and John Caparulo was the comic that came from Cleveland for that generation. Before it was Drew Carey, then it right, was right, right. John Caparulo. Yep. And then yep. it was Chad Zumach. I don't know if you know Chad. I know Chad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Chad and yep. I worked on the radio together. Now he lives in Florida. It's very odd. Yeah, I just Tampa. saw him out in Vegas. I saw him out in Vegas. Uh, God, it was like it'd be like last year, and. Uh, like like I had great sets all 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 week, and then the night he came out, I lost my shit. Eat dicks? Or- no, 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 I no, I just I had a fine set, but it was like this couple was talking. I was just like so angry with them, yeah, because you know, they were just so dismissive. But I was just like, mm, you fucks, and just like just, <laughs> you <laughs> fucks, I'm fucking derailed. Yeah, it's just like you know, I'm like I didn't drive. Like it's rude. It's just like I didn't yeah, drive well, seventeen hours for you to fucking like talk to my shit. I was like, this is. This is my reason to live. Can yeah, I have this? This moment? is my art. Do you not right, understand? Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is how I pay yeah. my this fucking is, bills. Yeah, this is like, uh, can you know? <laughs> it is odd to me. I was at Coconuts, and it's you've. Have you ever done Coconuts? I'm sure. I don't think maybe it's been maybe since like maybe when I was like 22. It hasn't changed. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. and it's the same I'm amount still of people. They're still around. I was like, <laughs> yeah. I thought they had like three locations. Well, they they did. Them, I right? mean, they used to have like 33, and now it's down to one. Um, God, how do you mismanage something that bad? I think he just got older, and he was kind. Of, I mean, comedy kind of shifted. It went from the big boom in the 80s and 90s to in the 2000s. There was kind of that lull, and he kind of just stopped because uh, he's only right. got the one room in St. Pete Beach. But now there was, there's chaos fucking everywhere. You just go to a brewery. Yeah, yeah. I know. Brewery. Everywhere's, Everywhere's got comedy. Cheese, cheese selection. Restaurants. We've got breweries. a library show coming up, okay? Hey, I got you, you a material. Hey, you go in places. I got you a great daycare run here in the Midwest. Yeah. It's a bunch of five-year-olds who talk like Cubans. It's uh, fine. You, you, you yeah. did a planetarium. Hey, got one word for you. Quiznos. You ever done it? I did a planetarium. <laughs> What's the weirdest show you've ever done? Because he's done a planetarium. I've yep. done... I mean, strip clubs aren't that weird anymore. Right. But that, I mean, I did the strip club uh, circuit a few times in Tampa, which is always fun because they ended up, they did, there was a guy named Dan Frigolette out of, uh, out of like New York, New Jersey. He comes down, he does a podcast called Porn Stars Are People Too. And he interviews porn stars, but he doesn't talk to them about porn. It's just talking about everything else but porn. But then he does a cam girl comedy show where he helps the girls write jokes. And then they come out and they tell jokes and we see how terrible it is because they're all on pain pills. And it's funny watching them. I'd say probably for me though, the worst was, I can't say one casino in particular, but there's been a couple of different ones where you're just like, oh, fucking Jesus. You know, it's just like, you're up there, it's just bling, 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 bling. That's all you hear. Yeah, yeah you just like, and there's like people, and, they, and there's smoking inside, and then the people, like, there's ones where it's uh, too, like, on the weekends, this must be a great venue with like whatever live music you have on this amazing stage. But right now, it's me talking to like some fuck like people that like to come into to come into a casino on a Tuesday, you know, and they just like, you know, the fucking life is being sucked out of yeah, them. They're the playing tank. the penny yeah, slots, yeah, just, just like, smoking. Yo, it's I my remember, last oh, social oh, security check. I remember one I remember <laughs> one I remember one time in Prim Nevada. God, I had to be I was like this had to be like seven or eight years ago. And uh I remember it was like it was like five minutes after showtime. There was literally nobody in the audience. And then like like seven people trickled in. And it was like two people here, three people here, and then a couple back here. And um, I'm on stage doing my shtick. And then uh, like the there's one one lady that was laughing at it. And she was like in the middle. 
And I was just like, okay. Like, and then I would do a bit and she wouldn't laugh that long. Cause like her husband wasn't enjoying himself. Yeah. So he was like, huh. And she'd look at him like, right, 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 right. Exactly. And then I I was just like, so like 15 minutes and there's still 15 minutes. He takes her and drags her away and I still have a half an hour to go. And I look down and there's this old guy. He's just looking right in my face. Like I could read his brain. Like he, he can't believe that I do this for a living. (laughs) He's just like, they pay you for this? Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) You could just, what? How did you get here? Where's the, where's Seinfeld? You know, like, I've been here for four days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. It was just that was that was. I remember that was pretty brutal. I've, yeah, I've had some ones where I'm just like, I not like, just not just question myself as a comedian, but question myself as a human. You know, you're like, oh, what, what the fuck was that? Yeah, why did I do this? Yeah, there was uh, this? My, the board, the boardwalk bowl, which is a bowling alley. It's uh, a room inside of a bowling alley, and it's a big room. It's a fun room to play, but if there is the slightest bit of silence in the show, at any point, you're going to hear pin strikes. People are bowling uh, no, 15 yeah, feet yeah. away, and you'll hear people cheering. There's an arcade over there, right like right on the other side of the wall, so you'll hear people, like kids screaming and playing fucking video games. Yeah. How many comics have like had that perfect timing where they hit a joke, and it just bombed, and as soon as it bombed, <laughs> you just hear the pins hit at the same time. I've been standing like, in the back of the room waiting, because yeah. oh, they would- Crick. Because they a lot of those rooms they'll just have. I mean, they'll let anybody host, and then they'll let anybody do a guest spot. So there will be guys up there who you know yeah. have maybe a good five minutes, but they're up there for eight, and so there's a lot of silence. And you're like, right. oh, let me it's, see, let me see, let me see. <laughs> silence, pinstripe, boom. Okay. No, no, no. So, yeah, I was gonna say like it's almost funnier too if it's like a really competitive bullet and it gets a strike. So it's like that silence. <clears throat> Pin strike, fuck yeah, bitch, suck it. But in a distant. I know. did a, a Kava bar once, and it was a comedy competition. And it was a Kava bar in St. Petersburg. It was on the main road in St. Petersburg. And literally, somebody must have gotten hit by a car across the street. Because as I'm up there, you hear the fire engine come in. You hear the ambulance come in. And they park with their sirens on the entire time. And I'm up there trying to yell dick jokes oh, to yeah. six I people. I like that too. Where it's like a coffee shop. Yep. Yeah. And a fucking fire truck goes by. You're like, oh, you yeah, fuck. There goes the punchlines. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. nobody even gives a shit. Yeah. They're like, that. What just... was he talking about? I, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, something I, about his penis. Yeah. Again, right? Right, right yeah. Does he hate his like, kids? Does he beat his kids? Just, just destroys the entire illusion. <laughs> this yep. is ruined. This I think is he says he he's just some fucking guy on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go get more kava. That's what I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, like, I don't want to fucking listen to this. Extra Kratom, please. Um, when are you going to Harrisburg? When's your next trip? Oh, up to my Harrisburg, Harrisburg show is uh, the very last weekend of March. All right, so is... you'll be at the Comedy Zone in Harrisburg. Yeah, uh, I don't know what the comedy scene is like up there. It's nerve wracking to me because I'm moving. Yeah, the 26th and 27th of March. Of March is when I'll be at the. Uh, He'll be there before you are. Yep. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying, I did find a house, but it's hard because like I want to buy a house and we want to move up there. But at the same time, the state shut down. So you're like, well, what are we? We're going to move to a state that's wide open to go all the way up to Pennsylvania to a state that's shut down right now. How can I do in that winter? In the winter? In the winter. Yeah, I'm hoping it shit's open but by the time I get up there. I'll tell you uh, one of my favorite stories. Though, I got a good Harrisburg story. All right. What is yeah, it? So uh, <laughs> it was like I was, you know, I've been on the road forever and it's like I'm tired. And it's like one of those ones where it's like. I've had like two car repairs within the month and a canceled gig, you know? So that's another fun thing too, is like in this business is like, this is, this is a real story from 2017 is I was um, on my way to Florida. Cause they were like, Oh, we, Hey, we have a Thanksgiving show for you in Tampa, but I was already booked in Virginia. I was like, no, I can't. I'm already in Virginia. Like, I oh, no worries. We'll get you. And it was like twice as much it was side splitters. Okay. Me. It was like twice as much money. 
And then, uh, then like a week later, Virginia calls like, "Yeah, sorry, gets canceled." Oh, so you lose out on the sites, right? Like, yeah, because so they like, go like, ahead yeah, and book yeah, somebody yeah, else. Yeah, you go, you, you call him back like, "Hey, you still got?" And you just hear laughter. Like, oh, he's booked <laughs> Is that BT laughing at yeah, you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but you're the me. first time, asshole. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See ya. You know. And then, um, so like. Harrisburg is this one was like I lost a show on my way there, you know. So you're still trying to like, okay, well, who's got this show? It'll be fun. So uh the host of the show, really good guy, like does a great job, you know, and it was like his first time hosting, so he was really excited about it. You know, he's like, Hey man, you wanna go uh you wanna go grab a beer or whatever? And I was like, Yeah, all right, man, I'll hang because I was like, Yeah, it'll be fun to hang out or whatever. So we go and he used to be a lineman in college, so he was like heavier, okay. but he lost a bunch of weight. So his buddies as a prank photoshopped his head on like fat bash's body from Austin Powers. <laughs> Like it's like it's a good joke, you know. Yeah. So they were everywhere. So we we end up getting the beers. We go to this hot dog stand, and uh, I buy him a couple. It's like the croissant dog things, you know. So I'm I'm getting mine, and I see his flyer on there. I'm like, yo, there's a flyer, bro. And then this Jersey Shore looking guy behind me starts mocking me. He's like, oh, there's your shit, there's your flyer, bro. And I was like, all right. And I just ignored him. And he keeps doing it and being more obnoxious. I'm like, I was like, yo, is this dude serious? And then my buddy's like, yeah, wait a minute, fun of strangers ass. So he's like. What, you want to get knocked out, bitch? You want to get fucked up? You want to get knocked out? And I was like, dude, you need to calm down. I was like, you're being, being a little bitch over this, right? And he goes, what the fuck you say? He's like, you want to get... And he starts screaming at me. Closer and closer. Like, now he's like, now he's like this far away from my face. And he's like bucking up. So I just close my eyes and I headbutt this motherfucker as hard as I can. Oh, that's like, a move, like, yeah, man. Yeah, it was just like, ding. But you the, go for the nose, right? Right, you don't right, go yeah, for yeah, the yeah, forehead. I caught, yeah, exactly. exactly. So I, and that's why I caught, I caught it right on the side of the nose, and his eye was bleeding a little bit. Boom. Yeah, it was perfect. And I had two hot dogs in my hands still, so I fucking, <laughs> <laughs> I fucking jammed him in my mouth. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not. I'm like, yeah, like you come near me again, I'll fuck you up. And then, and then the the, the kid was hosting, who was uh, Shane Gillis, by the way. It was his first. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, Seriously? Yeah, it was his first week. And wow. Was, he goes, what planet are you from? <laughs> <laughs> It was like so, like this is his first weekend hosting ever. Man, for, that yeah. kid got a raw deal too from fucking SNL. Uh, oh, I feel that way. Yeah, yeah. If it's you're unfamiliar like, with the story, they dug up some, it, and it wasn't even that he was doing racist accents. They found podcast episodes from a few years prior. He got signed to be on SNL, and then they found old podcast clips, and he was actually mimicking racist people right, and making fun like, of like, them, like as if he was the mayor. Yeah, you know, he the was the racist mayor of the town. Exactly, yeah. and he was even saying this is what like it was something about. Uh, uh, I don't know if it was, it was like Chinatown. Yeah, Chinatown. But he was saying it was back in the day. They were like, well, where can we put them all? Oh, we'll put them all over there. Right, and like right. that was them. But he was making fun of the way that other people talk, not making fun of Asian which, people. Which actually brings me to one of the best shows on television right now that nobody's talking about is Warrior. From uh, it's on, and nobody's watching because it it's on Cinemax. But yo, this is it's first of all, it's based, Warrior. Warrior. It's based off of Bruce, Bruce Lee's writings from back in the seventies. But they're like, oh. Uh, that's that's a great story, but you're Asian. So, and then the next year they come out with Kung Fu with David Carradine. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's like literally what happened. <laughs> so, so the whole the whole uh, the whole setup with this show is it's like it takes like ten ten or fifteen years after the Civil War, and it's in uh, San Francisco, and it's like three three Chinese tongs with like gangs are trying to fight over supremacy of Chinatown. And uh, while they're fighting with each other, there's a there's a dude that's like leading the Irish, like the Irish workers, because he's pissed off because the Chinese labor's so much cheaper, and his people aren't getting work. So that's changed. Like, yeah, that's a whole that's a whole dynamic thing right there. But it's like, yeah, it's outstanding. This is, is this, this guy. Yeah, this guy's brilliant. Uh, he's actually English. Trying to think was his right name. One. Yeah. The soundtrack is fantastic. It's like Do the music. You really want to find out? Yeah. It's just like it's almost like uh, if uh, Quentin Tarantino directed a uh, a kung fu series. 
I love Kung Fu. Dude, it's great. It's just it's a it's a phenomenal show, and I just I really hope because I think Cinemax is becoming like HBO Max. So I just hope enough people watch the show. If you listen to this podcast, please watch this show any way you can. It's amazing. It's just outstanding. Based on the writings of Bruce Lee. Yeah, right. you're right. That's cool, man. I mean, it's just like it's one of those ones where you gotta where you gotta binge it. You know, I'm in a show right now. Uh, it's weird because I, I won't watch TV for weeks, and then I'll come across one show, and I'll go, "All right, I got to get this done." <laughs> it's like almost like it's a bother. Like I have to get it done, and if I don't, I'm going to be aggravated that I'm not right, watching right, it. Right. Uh, it's called Wayne, and it's this show on Hulu or Amazon Prime. I forget which, but it's a real. It's just about a kid whose dad dies, and his whole mission is to go pick up his dad's old car that some guy stole from him. And it's, it sounds like a dumb premise, but it's this no, young it's kid just going around. He's actually like a badass, and he just does vigilante justice, yeah. and he just beats the shit out of people. Right. And it's cool. Like like I, yeah, oh. but he gets, sometimes he gets the wrong person. This is a 67 Chevrolet. He's just like, <laughs> oh, sorry, it looks a lot like a 68. Dude, it's so great. At one point, he sees a guy like getting handsy with his old lady in, in like a grocery store, and he gets annoyed by it. So he takes a bike lock, and he punches the dude in the face, yeah. and then takes like, it's one of those metal bike locks that uh, have the U. He puts it around the guy's neck and locks him to he the fuck. His name is Wayne. He's out for artistic justice. He's like autism. He's just like fucking sees like this bothers me. Before he got the car, Knight Rider. He was Wayne. Wayne. It is a weird name to Wayne. Um, all right, so you got side splitters next weekend. You're featuring for um who was it? John Caparulo. John Caparulo. Oh, the Shane Gillis thing. So you end up working with him, and did you develop a friendship with him? You ever talked to him again after? Yeah, that? I did because I was like, I was because I was trying to help him get some work. You know, I was like, dude, you know, like, because uh, because I thought it was really funny, and I was like, yeah, I'd definitely work with him. You know, because that's why I went to hang out with him the first night because he was funny. He did like, a good job yeah, he on did stage really his first time, and he was like, and I liked, and it, it was, it was, it was, it was also refreshing because there's an older comic you come across those other comics, and he just got that enthusiasm and that that respect. For yeah, the kid where they're just like, man, this is great. Because one of the first things is like, man, how do you not have a special? I'm like, it's not the way it's not the way it works, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know, like cause, just because I'm crushing at this VFW yeah, yeah, hall yeah, doesn't yeah, mean yeah, you're yeah, yeah, sitting yeah, on Hulu. Yeah, yeah. But These 38 I, people loved me. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is weird because Shane is a very funny guy. I've watched his stand up. I wasn't familiar with him until the SNL thing came out. Right. I was I, happy. I was like, oh man, dude. I know like, that guy. Yeah. I was like, I hope he gets it. And then I was like, because it goes still like, what are they going to do with him? You know? Yeah. And there was like a week period, and then I was like, oh man. I was like, there's no way they can not, not with the type of political not, not climate. With the climate. Yeah, there's a lot of climate out here. <laughs> this is, this is a, a lot of climate change. Uh, not only with uh, the actual climate. <laughs> Times are tough right yeah. now. They, they, well, that's what they say. I've been told, uh, hey, just keep it down the middle. And I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, just everything. Keep it down the middle. Yeah. Like, you got to be more like, tell me more. And they're like, all right, no Trump, no Biden, just down the well, that's another, middle. Like, like, right. have, you, have you seen, have you ever seen Afterlife? Yes, with Ricky Gervais. Great right. show. Right. I one, love of my, that show. one of my favorite scenes is like when uh it's like when the girl first gets hired and he goes, Ed, look at him. He's just like a human stress ball and he starts pinching the fat on the back <laughs> of his neck. And then his brother in law who's like his boss comes, he's like, What are you what are you doing? He's like, You can't he's like, You okay with this? He's like, oh, I don't care. And then the girl is like, and you're fine. She's like, no, I'm it's like, yeah, what's the problem? He's like, I don't, it's just a minefield out here lately. I don't know. And it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, it's like, I don't know what's okay, what's acceptable. Yeah, I really enjoy that show. It's uh, I don't know. I I'm a Ricky Gervais fan because of that show. I I know That's that beautiful. he's fantastic. It's beautiful. I loved him. He used to call into Opie and Anthony, and then it was Opie and uh, Jimmy on Sirius XM and that's how I became like I'm like oh man this guy's really funny and I knew that he had done The Office and all that stuff before but then I saw Afterlife I'm like god damn that guy's well, another boring. thing is this like he has so many like 
poignant and quotable thing when he, when he said he said to, i can't remember who he was talking to he was like yeah of course we're terrible it's like we're chimpanzees with brains the size of planets of course we want to kill each other <laughs> it's just like dude that is such a funny like a chimpanzee with the brain the size of a planet <laughs> how terrifying that is it's like yeah. oh that's us you know just <laughs> they like, made movies about it right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it was just like oh my god and then, uh, yeah, it was, and it's like if aliens, you know, it's like always talking about like people believe in what do you believe in God or you? I'm like I believe or aliens, you know, it's like which, but I think even, whether you believe in God or aliens, I think we could both agree we're just a huge disappointment to either one of them. Like, <laughs> yeah. Either like, way, they're looking down. Yeah, going, yeah, yeah, what yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah, did yeah, I do? Yeah, it's like what are they what are watching those, these assholes those for two thousand years? <laughs> yeah, what are those earth fucking, up to now? It's like when my dad watches me do radio from my bedroom on the TV. Yeah. And he goes, ah, oh, this is what I read. Yeah, what you I guys had such hopes for? <laughs> what you guys doing down there? Cheeseburger. Fucking, yeah, they're fucking a lot, sir. A lot, a lot. All right, I'm gonna go shoot some kids at school. Want to come back? Uh, all right, let's do some plug because top of the hour, so we'll do this. Uh, Patrick Garrity sitting in on the couch, he's hanging out. You can find him on Patreon, uh, Patreon Patrick Garrity on Twitter. It's PG Road Dog, right? Yeah, that did. And then PatrickGarrityLive.com is the website. Yep. Um, he'll be at side splitters in Tampa Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, headlining the Saturday early show, John Caparulo there all weekend long. And then where after Tampa, where do you go? Uh, then I'm off for like Christmas. And then, uh, after that, like the 27th, I'm going to fly out to, uh, Tucson, Arizona, stay there for a couple of days and then drive up. Cause that's where my other car is. And then you're going to start the, the, on yeah, the road. Then I'm going to be in, um, yeah, then I'm going to be in, uh, Glendale, Arizona at, uh, stir crazy. Uh, for New Year's weekend, and then at the week after that, I'm going to be in Vegas at the LA Comedy Club at the Stratosphere. What's the furthest you've ever driven for one gig? Like, because I've done look from here, I drove up to the Panhandle once for a gig, and that's an eight hour ride to and back. Like, I went with okay. a well, Patrick funny Welsh. Should, so, so lost, oh, yeah, I know Patrick. We yeah, lost was... a comedy competition to a guy named Tells It Like It Tis in a beach bar where there were six people, <laughs> and cool. Tells It Like It Tis is that's an actual a long ride headliner. home right there. Yeah, and, and when the you fact lose, that Patrick still tries comedy after that is like a testament. <laughs> <laughs> I was there with the man. It was one of those. You ever get in the car after you lose a competition, and neither of you talk to each other for four hours on <laughs> the car ride up? Well, that's because you're, you're like repeat your own set in your head. And yeah, you're going, like, what the fuck? How did I not win? How yeah, did he not yeah, win? Yeah. Neither of us won. Well, that's, see, that's okay. That's another thing I'm talking about, man. Is like, is like about why did he win? How come I didn't win? That's another thing I like about the tour is because it's not. We're all winning. Not competitive. You know, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah I was yeah. saying, you know, it's just like we all get money at the end of the month. I used know? to be like, I don't want to be that competitive. I'm not competitive. Comics I would love are to nice. be in a position where I could like, you know, just really like not like change somebody's life, but have an impact. Yeah. You know, where I'm like, hey, man, you can breathe now. It's okay. You know, yeah. cable bill is paid. Cable bill is paid for, for a few months. months for for a few yeah. months. Uh, the one thing I have learned, man, comedy does. I don't know if it, I was a jealous person beforehand, but it does make you. Not, I don't say jealous, competitive. You're like, fuck, yeah, I so, want every spot. How do I get every well, yeah, spot? Well, yeah, what do you mean? But no also shit. at the same time, you know, it, it is it, like, look, I always told people, it's like, I don't like being annoying. You know, like I, that's not a character trait that I appreciate. But you know what else? I don't like starving either. Yeah. You and know? you have like, to I be hungry. Man. Yeah. Squeaky wheel gets the grease and the closed mouth doesn't get fed. So it's, it's booking shows is this fine line between being uh, persistent and patient. Like per yeah. persistently patient is how you have to be. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, <laughs> uh, book yourself on comedy shows and you'll find exactly how that means because it's like, okay, when did, I, when did I hit this person up? How long has it been since they responded? And then you want to always like, like have a thread. So you're like, okay, they, they, they recognize you. So it's like on the, everything's on the same fucking yeah. thread, you know? So yeah, you, like, and it's just like, hey. What do you do? You text or email? Uh, mostly email. Yeah, people. But it's just like you also like look 
Like it, like you remember how, you you know, how far did you book out? You know, so this, so this guy books out six months, this guy books out nine months, this guy books out four months. And then you got to like, remember like who books, what, when, how far out. And it's like, a lot of rejection. It's a lot of rejection. It's not even rejection. It's almost, it's a lot it's of a, just not getting back like, to you. It's a lot of chirping. Yeah. Cause yeah. It, well, cause it got, they got hundreds of emails, uh, yep. you know, it's just like, that's, it's, it's just like, and you, you know, just like there's bitter comics, there's bitter bookers, you know, that are just like, God, I'm so sorry to fucking hearing, you know, like, these fucking <laughs> yeah. whiny, like, we, and, and pre, like, and we are prima Again, donna, Patrick Garrity, prima donna fucking, fucking want to yeah. work. I know you want to work, uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, I'm hungry. You know? I think I only have to deal with what I have to deal with. Well, I see, Rob, you're in a different position because Rob books the host and guest spots for laughing. And so it's yeah, every a little, week. A little different. Uh, but yeah, but every week it's every comic going, am I on the list? Am I on the list? Am I on the list? And when they're not, they go, fucking Rob Churchill. And it's not <laughs> even your fault. Yeah, yeah. It's just there's a rotation, then, fella. Not everybody a, can get on every week. And I'm a god the following week. Yeah. Well, yeah, then, yeah, yeah, when you let him back on, it's like, you know what? Rob Churchill's a great guy. Yeah, and then the following week, that piece dude. of shit. I have to put reminders in that said, by the way, guys, so there's like, 20 people all looking for like four spots. So brace, I know, brace, it brace yourselves. It yeah. is hard. And it's weird. Cause you don't want to hit up too early. And I like trying to be busy right, Thursday, early, Friday, Saturday. Late. That's true. Like, like, I, here's what I tell people too. I was like, I was like, I don't want to be annoying, but I'm going to be annoying. But <laughs> let me be annoying on your terms. Like if you go, Hey, like we're, yeah, I'm not booking. Tell me when to get you back. Yeah. You know, and tell me to like, don't just, don't just, don't just ignore me or tell me like, answer my question, like follow it up with like, ah, I don't know yet. Hit me back up. But, and now I will buy, I will not bother you one iota until you tell me. Yep. You give that, me that date, that, April, I will, like, I'll, like, I'll text you April 1st. Right, cool? right, right, right. Exactly. Like get, I'll, I'll, I'll make a schedule of this, but I'll put it on your schedule. Yeah. You know, that's what I try to like get with that. that that's the, that's the uh, rapport that I want to get with like bookers. That's like the best way to do it. And the way I do it is also, I ask for specific weeks. I don't just go, got anything in February. What I do is because I'm also my tour manager. That's how fucking like on point shit. I'm like, all right, I'm going to be in Harrisburg. What's after Harrisburg? Well, I'm going to have West. All right, what do we got over here? What clubs we got here? And then I hit them up and be like, all right. So now I'm routing. routing. Yeah. So I was like, do you have this club, this date on this specific time? Because sometimes there's uh, guys that book multiple clubs like comedies on. I'm like, yo, do you have? So every every year I'm like, yo, I want I want like this South, South Carolina the first week, North Carolina the next week, and then Harrisburg. Boom, boom, boom. That's like I try to get those three in a row every March. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. Those are like, that's my. You know, the North Carolina one is the one that's in uh, Greensboro. Yeah. Okay. So Where South Carolina is Greenville. Where? Yeah, this is Comedy Zone. So I don't know. I, I, it was a Comedy Zone. It must yeah. have been the one so in North Carolina. Yeah. So there's there's Greensboro, North Carolina, and there's Greenville, South Carolina. There's okay. Like, I didn't do Greenville, South right. Carolina, but Jamie, who runs the Laughing, was like, I was doing, I was going up to see family, and I'm like, hey, I want to get on. Luckily, the guys that run the Vasani's down here, which is a comedy zone, they sent my info, and they're like, hey, can you put this kid on a show? And right. they did, and then I was able to get a spot in Myrtle Beach, so it was one of those, it was cool. It was the only time I've ever traveled and pinpointed, I have to be here for this show, I have to be here for this show. I had a show in Charleston, South Carolina, because I worked on the radio there, and right. then I had to be in North Carolina, and then gone. Right. And it was fun planning that shit out, but then it is a nightmare, and you start stressing, man. Oh, you hit traffic. Well, you just asked me, "Is like, what's the first I had to do for a show?" So this is how I had to route it. I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go from Greensboro, North Carolina, to uh, Columbia, Columbus, Georgia, and then from there, I'm off Friday. That was gonna be a Thursday. Off Friday, then do Fort Walton. Uh, you know, on the following week. Oh and yeah, because they have a comedy zone up there too. Yeah, it's a one nighter. It's a block. It's a Saturday. I'd be on there Saturday, and then after that, I'd be in Florida. But things don't go as planned. Because my, my Greenville date got eliminated. They're like, I've got to move it. 
Isn't that famous? And it's like, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Because you're not famous. Yeah, what are you not? Yeah, I got to bring in somebody from YouTube that has like, you know, 100. Does that annoy you? Because that- it, it, it doesn't annoy me as much as it frustrates me. Like, it's frustrating because, like, annoying, be like, oh, if I can stop doing that. Well, they're not going to stop doing that. Like, like, it's not their fault that I don't have followers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, but should, it's- it should be, you should find it motivating. Like, okay. Because they had their podcast, they're doing. Everybody was like, "Because I got a podcast." Everybody's like, "Well, everybody's got a podcast, exactly." Like everybody's got a Facebook. Everybody's got this because you need it if you're in this industry. Like you need as many guns and bullets as you can in this game, man. Like, like so, if you're not doing a podcast, uh, you probably should. Like, what else are you doing during the day? Like, yeah. And like, I was just telling him, I just did one with Rob earlier. It's the first one I've done in months because I've been like, because I was like, it's depressing as shit. First of all, because there's been a lot of road, no glory. <laughs> he had yeah. to clear you know? the air first. Dude. We had to get it all out right there <laughs> in the like, first yeah, couple like, minutes. Like, like, know, like, I almost me. died yeah. by my own hands. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like everybody want to listen to me every week talk about, oh, uh, yeah, tire iron. I want to be murdered by a tire iron. <laughs> like, just like, oh, whatever. You know, it's just like Groundhog's Day of like, oh, what would I just put a fucking toaster in? I wonder what that would be like. So, yeah. so many like, weeks in a row, you just end with twine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just twine. Yeah, somebody... So yeah, I just want some fucking uh, somebody just choke me to death with piano wire, like <laughs> fucking some Godfather hit, you know. Watching, but, yeah. So I was just like, fine, but I but I actually did shows this week and felt good. And I was like, all right, let me get back because I was like, all right, so it's last month of the shitty year, right? We're gonna all chalk it up, be like, yeah, this year was shitty, whatever. But it's a new year coming up. I want to start hustling again, like because the tour is gonna be back on. So I'm gonna like, I'm gonna start doing documentaries more and like, you know, filming with the road, like the booking process and everything. You know, let me ask you a question. I remember seeing a video of you on Facebook. There was an owner that stiffed you a money club for twelve hundred dollars. Okay, so the, yeah, you're cool. We'll talk about the story. So you go to a club, they give you a check because you're headlining or featuring that weekend. Was headlining. So you're headlining that weekend. The pay is twelve hundred for the weekend. Yep. They give you the check on a Sunday. Right. Yep. You go to cash it. It bounces. Well, here's the funny part too. Is before, like Monday, I got hit up and um, some fellow comments said, "Hey, did your check clear?" That's funny. So and so just sent me a message asking me if my check. Uh, yeah, just yeah, be careful because it might not clear because such so and so's check didn't clear. But good. So I look at my buddy Ricky, who's also featuring. He goes, "My check cleared." I was like, "Good." And then I might then I get a notification. Mine bounced. Like, hmm. It's like twelve hundred, and this is this is the way I do shit. This is twelve hundred dollars. This is this was my anchor for that month. That was the that was a muscle. Okay, you know, that was like that was that was that was my steak. Everything else was potatoes. All right, you know what I'm saying, right? So they bounced a check on me. So I hit up the one guy Jeff, who was like the one that booked me. And then there was another guy uh, managing the club. His uh, what's his name? Howard. And then. Uh, so I liked Jeff. I was like, hey, man, this is an issue. I just want to let you know that the check bounced. Howard said he'd take care of it, uh, but I just want to make sure you were aware. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm heading back from New York. Get it taken care of. He's like, uh, yeah, we'll get back to you next. So I, I wait like a week. You know, I was like, yeah, they said they'd take care of it. And then nothing. So I hit him back. I'm like, hey, man, uh, I just want to let you know. I haven't heard anybody from like a week. Uh, he said Howard's going to reach out. I haven't heard anybody. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I just talked to Doug. This is the first time I've ever heard Doug's name. He's like he's he he's the, he's the one <laughs> who's Doug. Yeah, Doug is Howard's Doug brother that, okay. that pays. He's one of the owners or whatever that, that that's in charge of payroll or whatever. He's like, yeah, yeah. He'll say he gets squared away this the uh, this week and it's Wednesday. So then I was like, all right. So I wait Thursday, Friday, nothing, and then I hit him up Monday. Hey man, uh, I don't know who I need to talk to, but I really need to get this issue with the tr- uh, check squared away. I was like, it's been almost three weeks. I was like, I haven't heard anything from anybody. Uh, 
um, Howard's ignoring my messages. And, uh, and he was like, he goes, he goes, yeah, yeah. It's surprised you haven't heard back from Doug either. He's, I haven't heard from him. I was like, oh, now he's ignoring you. I was like, good. Like, it makes me feel much better about everything. You know, <laughs> now and, you can't yeah, track yeah, down your yeah, own employee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'm like, he's like, we're having a meeting on Thursday. And he was like, I'll hit you up after that. And then uh, so I wait till Monday again. Like I didn't have her so I wait till fucking Monday. And I was Jesus. just pushing a month. I go, hey man, uh, I really need to get this thing settled with my thing ASAP. And he goes, Yeah, Doug said he's gonna get to you this week. I go, Hey, forgive me if I don't believe Doug's gonna get me my money. Uh, I was like, is he, so is he just a fucking idiot or just an incompetent piece of shit <laughs> yeah. or both? You know, I was, I, was, I was like, uh, I go, I'm starting to feel like Charlie Brown trying to kick the football here. I was like, I'm telling you right now, if I don't have my money by Monday, I'm going to buy a plane ticket. I'm going to fly out there and I'm going to demand cash and I'm going to cause a huge fucking scene, you know? And, and then he was like, I go, what's Doug's number? Cause clearly he's not getting the message when you tell him he needs to pay me and he didn't respond. So I got Doug's number through other means for another comic. He's like, don't let him know. I got, I was like, I don't want to mention name. So then I called Doug and he goes, I go, Hey, yeah, this is Patrick Garrity. He's like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick, oh, I got the issue about the check here. And, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know you need your money. I'm like, yeah, I got car repairs, man. I really needed to get this ASB. He's like, well, I'll give you a partial payment in good faith. I go partial payment. And he's like, yeah, yeah. You know, just so you like, let you know the money's coming. I was like, I go, yo, it's been over a month. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't want a partial payment. I was like, I was like, this is bullshit. He's like, you can be, uh, be respectful and uh, you can, you know, take the partial oh, payment. Man, I'd start goes, losing my shit goes, at that goes, point. He goes, oh, I'm he flying goes, back now. He goes, or he goes, you can just be respectful and take the partial payment, or you just get it when you get it. I go get it when I get it, and I was like, who the fuck you think you're talking to? Click, he hung, he hangs up on me. I'm like, all right. So I'm now by this time, I've already been like. Making a few Facebook posts. That's how I became aware of it because I started right, right, seeing right. videos. Like, hey guys, in your go, car. Yeah, I go. Hey guys, quick question. How like, this? Is, this wasn't even a video. I go. Hey guys, just quick question. How long would it take for you to lose your shit after a club bounce a check on you for twelve hundred? Twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. I was like, uh, for me, it's been four weeks, and now I'm not responding to my messages. And they're like, who is it? Blah blah blah. And I was like, I wouldn't give it away. So now they're like. Now I got every. Now I have an audience like that. Where's his tour bit? Where's yeah, he yeah, going? Yeah, 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 they're, 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 yeah, they're, they're, yeah. They're trying to figure it Looking out. Looking the dates, I've <clears> seen where you were at. Oh, yeah. could be. <clears throat> what month? Yeah, it was about a month. Been about four weeks, right? So, um, then uh, after that, like they go, "Who is it?" And then I the following, so I waited even another week, and I go, "Hey guys, this is the guy's number." I was like, "His name's Doug. He doesn't want to pay me." Oh, so you put his I number? I put on. his fucking number <laughs> up there, and I don't know how many people bombarded this fucking guy, but I'll tell you this. Less than like maybe twenty minutes later, uh, his brother Howard calls me up. He's like, "Hey, hey, listen, uh, we, we're gonna get you your money. You just need to take his number off of the website there." And uh, I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh, is that bothering him? His phone blowing up and people fucking leaving him voicemails and blowing up his shit." And I was like, "And I had like a wide range of fans. Like, I had one guy who videotaped himself like talking shit. He's like, Douglas." Hey, you're fucking comedians, Douglas. It was like really creepy kind of. Yeah. Like I'm gonna be hiding. I'm looking for you, Douglas. He kept calling him Douglas. You have a and then I had, a, I had another. This lady, she's more like she's pretty much like my adopted mom. Like this woman's been following. She's been like a fan of mine for ten years. I love her to death. Like she, like I love her like family. Yeah. But uh, she was just like she calls she calls them up and she was like she left a voicemail message like, you should be ashamed of yourself. What you're doing is despicable. You need to pay this young man what he's owed. And then she was just like, it's like fucking, it's like might as well be your grandmother fucking yeah. yelling at you, you know? You fucking piece of shit. I'm very disappointed in you, I'm Douglas. very disappointed. Yeah, why would you do this to another human being? Yeah. You know, she's just like the sweetest lady. 
So you got the money. They gave you the twelve hundred. Did they Monday, give you twelve hundred plus interest? Plus the, I was like, you need to pay me what they charge me after your fucking check bounce. Oh, that's yeah. a fee to me for thirty five fucking. Yeah, dollars. and that's fucking gas to the next. Right, gig, right. That's man. a ten yeah. bunch yeah. of dicks. Have you dealt with that over the course? Has that happened a lot? That's You're- the most it ever happened. Was that that amount of money? But oh oh, but uh, to answer your other question though about like what's the furthest I've ever driven for one gig? I yeah, because I was going to get to that like. So it was supposed to be, uh, I was supposed to do Columbus and then uh, Fort Myers after that, but Columbus got canceled. So now it's like- Columbus, Ohio? No, Col- uh, no Columbia, Georgia. Okay. Columbus, Georgia. Maybe it was just like- so but I was supposed far to, fucking- Right, right. Drive. So I was coming from Maryland, so I was going to hit that, so I was going to go with Georgia and then Florida. Then the Georgia got canceled. So then I just had to drive from Maryland to Fort Walton, which is like 15 hours, and then do oh. a one-nighter and then drive 15 hours back oh. the next day. Ouch. Yeah. 50, like 30 hours of driving and 40 hours. Have you calculated how many miles you've driven? I, I was like, it would be funny if I ever made it like a biography. It'd be like the, uh, to the moon and back, to the moon and back. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've flat like, the moon twice. Yeah, yeah. The never-ending like, comedy tour. Yeah, I would say through my career, I've, I'd say I've at least gone twice. I mean, because it's like 250,000 miles to the moon, I think. Somewhere wow. on there. But yeah. How many it, miles does the car have on it right now? This one, I've put like, I had a... Uh, at like 110 when I got it. So now it's almost at 300,000. So like two. Oh, two, wow. Two, 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 yeah. That should be in a Toyota commercial. Or Honda, the, the, the last one, the last one, the last one was a, the last one, 387,000 miles on it before I wrecked it. It was running. It would still be running now, I believe. Wow. It'd have over a half a mil on uh, it. Well, for that fucking deer in yeah, the middle of fucking Iowa. You know, would have been a free car, 400,000. <laughs> just had to advertise a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's pretty impressive how, like, you know, much that car lasted. Like I said, after I started having people sign it, it became like, being proud. Like, if it did need a repair, I didn't hate it. I was like, come on, baby. You know, so where is like, it? I know you said you junked it. You didn't take anything from it? Like, just nah, like, I, I, that, no, I'm a home, I have literally no, I can't leave, leave it at my friend's place. Yeah, parents, you, got, and, you like, have no place. I was already like, get out of here, please. Do you have parents? <laughs> are your parents still around? Do you have? Uh, I mean, me and my mother are not on good terms. She's not a, like, not all moms go to heaven type thing. <laughs> she's not a fucking good person. I didn't person. see that movie, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's not. Uh, she's so not you really person. legitimately, I mean, if it's not for friends or a couch, you have nowhere to go. Well, my dad, yeah, my dad lives out up in uh, Virginia, but like, you know, he's, he's helping out my grandmother. So, you know, he's like basically taking to her doctor's appointments and shit. So he doesn't, you know. So you really, you really are a man with no home. Yeah, yeah, that's like, crazy. Like uh, I was just, I was just staying with a friend of mine I'd known for like ten years here in Fort Myers, and uh, then I'm staying with another buddy of mine who's like, he lives up in uh, Spring Hill. Stay with him for like a week, checking in the comedy condo early at Side Splitters. Stay there till probably like Monday, then stay with other friends in Orlando. Gainesville for Christmas, drive back to Sarasota. When you do like the, because I know you said you did the Southwest during the summertime, that's got to be fucking hot. So if you don't end up getting, if you don't end up getting a hotel, you sleep in your car. Would you run the air all night? No, no, there's no air. There's no, there's no, there's dry heat. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, just dude, like I just wake up and like a light glaze of sweat. My back hurts. Like I said, a fucking. And then what do you out of that thing? Go to the gym. You go to the Planet Fitness. Go shower. Work out. Get a shower. And like, yeah, and just. I bought a camper van because doing gigs, I was like, hey, if I'm going to be in Florida and I want to go do a bonkers room instead of because they don't put you up instead of driving back and forth, drop, uh, back and forth. I just bought a camper van for seven grand yeah. and I drive all over the fucking state with that. But I haven't been doing stand up for so like I haven't been doing weekends and all the bonkers rooms closed. So I just kind of sit with the van out there. But it was great having it because I had a L.A. fitness membership and that would be the move. I either shower at the beach or I take the camper van, go to the gym. I'd run inside, shower in the gym, then go back out in the van right, and go right, yeah. back to the beach or go to the gigs. Yeah. That shower was... at the beach. huh? Yeah. I love that. Dude, I actually had a little shower kit and it had like a loofah, shampoo, conditioner like that. I 
the cops drove by. I was doing off the hook for a weekend. And oh, I brought okay. the van down when I was living in St. Pete and I came over to Cape Coral because this was the only place that had showers by the beach. And I went up to the yacht club and there was, it was literally right next to a playground. And I took my little shower kit and I went and I started soaping up and then I noticed cops started coming in. I think somebody called because there was a so man many showering in- <laughs> with shampoo and conditioner. So many near misdemeanors a in one small area. Yeah, and when of you space. look like this, they automatically go showering up. with a loofah outside with kids nearby. Well, it wasn't like I was one, nude. Two, three, four, yeah. five. Five, five That's why I'm on probation. Oh. Um, all right, cool. So register, uh, Patrick Garrity. Where can we find your podcast? It's uh, it's on uh, a couple different. It's on Spotify. I know it's one of them, and uh, I think uh, what's it called? It's called Road Glory. Road Glory. Yeah, with Patrick Garrity on Spotify. What the fuck's your podcast named? Is it the boss, masshole mine? podcast? Yeah, I haven't done mine in a while. Two wicked smart guys. Two wicked smart guys. And where's that at? <laughs> That's on Facebook. We did all those shows so, Facebook Live, and you can find it on Facebook. Too, all right, and then uh, we'll do comedy plugs quickly. Watch Thursday. all the old episodes and catch up on old news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> catch up on old news. Uh, Thursday, I'll be at Vasani's. Friday, you'll be at Vasani's. I'll, I'll be at Vasani's Comedian and hypnotist Rich Guzzi will be there, so go see that show. Uh, and then I think Saturday I'll be at Coconuts, I think. so. Yeah, it was such a big list for us, Rob. What the places where we can go? Yeah, the places where we're <laughs> well, going. Well, there's not really. It is tough. Like I'm trying. I was trying to get in over on the other side of the coast because they have the West Palm Beach Improv. They got the Miami oh, Improv. Yeah. Problem is, the only way to get in if you don't know somebody over there is to go do their comedy competitions and hopefully get noticed. Problem is, you got to bring ten people to ten the people. turkey. Co- and how am I supposed to bring ten people if I'm on this side? So I signed up. Van. I signed up with three other people. I was gonna go get homeless and bring them, but I signed up with two other comics from here. And then we had to email the day of and go. We didn't realize that we have to bring three. Or 10 people a piece. That's 30 people for three dudes from Cape Coral. There's no way we're going to pull that. Don't you don't want to sign up and here. not. Oh. What? I don't even know 30 people around here. And I'm told them to drive to Miami. Hey, you guys want to go see me do five minutes in Miami? Yeah. Hey, come on over and watch yeah. me lose a comedy contest because oh everybody's got fans in the stands. I'd be, can't, I'd be paying people outside. Yeah. There you go. That's why it's coconuts. Laughing. Here's 10, pay five. First drinks on me. Come on. Yeah, five. Well, it was free tickets, too. I think they give you free tickets to hand out. But I'm not good at parking. I don't like that. I, I was never good at that. I was like, I fucking I'm already uncomfortable. It. I'm already like, ready to go on. I don't need to be out there begging people to come yeah, into the show like, so I can get paid 25 like, bucks. How good could you be? You're handing yeah. me shit. Yeah. yeah. For free. Yeah. This is like and give- it's a comedy. Like, hey, I'm walking downtown at Tuesday, 4.30 in the afternoon. Do you really think I'm, I have time to stop and go to a pop-up comedy show? I wasn't like planning. All, Never works. Like all the rappers in Times Square that have their yeah. CD and like, yo, I got this hot CD. It's fire. Yeah. Like, really? You're walking around Times Square next to Big Bird. Yeah. There's a guy dressed as Spider Man five yeah. feet from you. Yeah. How much it's fire like are we those, talking it's here? All those memes are just like the dad's yelling at the girl. And he's like, What are you going to do for work and food? And he's like, His mixtape is fire enough for the both of us to survive. <laughs> <laughs> and next thing you know, she's slinging crack and sucking dick. Oh, wow. That took a weird turn. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. That's the name of the album. Yep. <laughs> that turn and, what was what it? Is. Turning tricks and sucking dicks. Yep. Smoking crack and licking them too. Um, we usually do a segment, Patrick Garrity. It's called Dumb Dicks. It's just weird things that happen in the news. Would you like to hear about some yeah, weird yeah, stories sure. that happen in the news? This was out of uh, Vegas, which you've been to. Uh, they filmed a guy climbing on top of an airplane wing, and then he falls off. They believe he was under the influence of some type of drug. Uh, I mean, that's high up, though, man. you got to be like, that's 15 feet in the air. Look how... 
Say that guy's be, six he's gotta feet be tall. On LSD. How or, did he get up there? Was a good question. That is, I don't know. They didn't say. They don't know if the guy was crazy oh. or on drugs. But watch. It's got to be drugs. Eventually, he slips, and the slip you can hear his head hitting cement. Yeah, take the shoes off. That's okay. a good. Okay. I know they never even get like a fucking like mattress down there for him or anything. Let's hear this thud in a second. Look. Okay, now he's humping the wing. This is gonna make me. Okay, cringe. so that's ecstasy. He's like, he's like, you guys, you guys got this on Instagram. Uh, put this shoot. on my snap. I'm gonna go. Yeah. Hey, put this on my TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> my TikTok video. This guy has the craziest TikTok videos. <laughs> he falls off airplane wings. Yeah, and then Susie hits his head. <laughs> Susie hits his head. It's like, follow me for more. Watch now. The cops are out on the fucking wing too. Up. Oh, oh, oh man! Did you hear that head? Listen uh, yeah, to that head. Yeah, it was dense. It was dense. That's your head against the window because that deer in Iowa. Oh, God. And think about that. And they put the knee on his neck. They were Stay right there. <laughs> <laughs> don't move. Yeah, I'm bleeding and I think I'm paralyzed. I don't think I'm going to. The Got him. <laughs> this is your own fault. Stop resisting. Yeah. I'm unconscious. Yeah, it's, just like, it's just like, it's just like. Oh, right. there's a ladder. There's dude, a ladder dude. on the ground. So that's how we got up there. The, the cops, the cops, the cops waiting at the bottom. Almost like when like you're holding a treat over a dog. It's like, let's drop it already, man. How <laughs> <laughs> much longer until they got the taser out? This no, it's like funny if they tasered him in midair. Like, <laughs> right off the wing. You just got to make sure that he yeah. doesn't get back up. Uh, yeah, the Las Vegas police arrested a man who they say they found clinging to the wing of an Alaska Airlines jet on the tarmac Saturday afternoon. Cell phone video shows the man wearing what looks like khaki colored uh, sweatpants and a fanny pack. Uh, he climbs up along the so window or along the way. should just be a girl yelling in the background, Bryson, stop! <laughs> <laughs> Not over. Oh my yeah, I, these seats recline. He's just blasted on Molly. It's not spirit. Uh, the airline said in a statement that the plane was preparing for takeoff en route to Portland when the man approached it on the tarmac. Yeah, you're right. He did. He used the ladder to climb up. I don't know where he got the fucking ladder from yeah. or how he got on the tarmac. But I, yeah, I, he did yeah. it. This and is, then he grinds up on it. The watchtower needs to be a little bit more watchy. Yeah. Yeah. You need to watch the ground, too. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're knuckle deep in Nana because they're checking her for edibles. But this guy's on the fucking tarmac. TSA not doing their job. Uh, yeah. There was a video. Uh, I want to watch him fall one more time. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, and think they heard that through the plane. Window. <laughs> That's how loud that fall was. God damn. Uh, they had some Santa. <laughs> they had uh, Santa Claus. Oh, this is great! I'm already loving this. Well, it so it turns out that I guess they had a big problem with shoplifters at the mall in Riverside. So the Riverside Police Department's idea was, hey, instead of just having security try and track these guys down, we'll plant a guy, a cop, in a Santa outfit in the mall, oh and that way, God. if people try, because nobody suspects yeah, uh, Santa nobody Claus suspects is going to uh, is coming to town. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he does too watch <laughs> Santa Claus Moonlighting as a crime fighting duo After all they know who's been naughty or nice They helped Riverside police nab several suspects At a Target store yesterday It started with an undercover surveillance operation To catch shoplifters The pair was waiting right outside to slap on the handcuffs One of the suspects is accused of stealing $1,000 worth Dude, of Santa's got sets. moves but Things really got interesting He's lucky he weighed like 250 pounds Because he, he would have got suplexed if he was under 200. Chase, hey, to that arrest. guy was stealing a CRV Holy too. Holy shit! Yeah, he's, <laughs> he did. He's got a CRV. And look, the elf whips out a gun. Parking lot. Santa and his elf gave chase, helping to arrest two very confused. Does Santa have a gun suspects. too? Suspects. 
A third escape, but they, they know sand he is, is definitely and they say he's definitely getting a stocking filled with coal. <laughs> the, the handle of the, the handle oh, of his I'm... Glock is like a candy cane. <laughs> <laughs> Just antlers. Uh, this guy, that was a good Santa. This guy is a bad Santa. His name. He looks like a bad Santa. <laughs> yeah. Does yeah, he? You got me. Uh, his name is, uh, where is it? Prince Carter. Odd name, 45-year-old man from Bridgeport, Connecticut. Ah. He worked as Santa Claus at the Connecticut Post Mall, but he's been accused of exposing himself to a juvenile co-worker. Uh, the cops were called to the, uh, the mall 7.30 p.m. last Monday to, uh, to a report of a possible sexual assault. They investigated the scene. They found out that Santa Claus hugged and grabbed the co-worker, then took out his penis in front of the juvenile in the break room. Oh. He was arrested on third-degree sexual assault. Assault and breach of peace. Doesn't he look like he's got that me yeah. kind of face to him? Or is this like? What do you this, mean? I was just, that she wasn't. Or, or you come home and the <laughs> fucking couch is shredded and the dog is like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I get that look just, from my kids all the time. You're right. It's I don't. Who did it this? It just oh. happened. What do you mean? All the ice cream got eaten. What? <laughs> what happened? What's even more? Strange about this story. Very progressive in Milford, Connecticut. They have Black Santa. I've never seen yeah. Black Santa in person. Not, not well, anymore. It's, it's, <laughs> it's close to Bridgeport, so I can understand. The one Black Santa. Fuck. The one time we hire a black guy to play Santa, look what happens. Now we got to go back to white guy. Bill, don't do it again next year, okay? <laughs> uh, probably my favorite Christmas movie is Bad Santa. Do you guys have a favorite uh, Christmas right. movie? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That Santa's awesome. Yeah. I, just the way he treats that kid uh, just the, abuses him, and it's the, funny. The ref. The ref. With Dennis, Dennis Leary. Leary. I've never seen that. Oh, Dennis Leary, one. Kevin Spacey. It's pretty outstanding. The ref. Yeah. 1994. That's a Christmas movie? All right, yes. I'll have to. Yes. You gotta, I gave you a lot of good movies to check out here. Uh, let me pull this up real quick. Uh, where is it? Gave you some earlier, too. God bless yes. America. Yes, you did. Oh, that was a good one. That's with Bobcat Goldthwait. He directed right. it, right? Right. Yeah, I was telling him about another one he did that was outstanding called World's Greatest Dad. Yes, where Robin Williams, uh, doesn't his kid kill himself oh. jacking off? And right. then Robin Williams, <laughs> I forget. That was the description I got this, as well. This movie, Nobody, with uh, Odenkirk looks phenomenal. Uh, yeah, it's Bob Odenkirk as a total badass. He's a retired. Believable. Believable. Like, he, like I'm seeing these scenes. I'm like, dude, it looks killer. What is he? He's a a retired accountant, but it's like an accountant for like the mob. Auction. He does like he's I do auctions, auctions, yeah, yeah something auction. like that. Mr. Madsen, did you even take a swing? No. Could have taken her, Dad. Yeah, this does look like a good movie. Last night, I wish they'd have picked my place. You know. <laughs> Why didn't you take him out? I was just trying to keep the damage to a minimum. Yeah, how's that working out for you? You okay? Because you don't look okay. There's a long dormant piece of me that so very badly wants out. What are you still doing here, old man? I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, totally not. A hell of a day. Not who you would expect to be a badass in a movie. But no, yeah. but I mean, like he like really has that range. Pulls that off like, yeah, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, you're just yeah. like 
you know. But I mean, I thought I thought he like I thought he was just so impressive in Better Call Saul though. Like some of the scenes he's in, where it's just like, you know, you really feel what he like. I don't know if you've seen the show. I bet I've seen parts of it. I liked Breaking Bad, but then I don't know. It just didn't. Have me hooked, like Breaking well, Bad just, from the beginning yeah, had me hooked. Right, but I mean, also, you know, the, like this is five years before Breaking Bad, but that's also part of what's cool is because you see, like, the way this, the, like, you see how uh, um, Gustavo and Mike, their relationship got together and built, and okay. how, how he became, like, Gustavo's right-hand man. And well, and you see how Saul becomes Saul. Oh, right. In the beginning, so in the beginning, when he's working at the Annie Ann's, that's a flashback to, or that's... That's current day. Cinnabon. He's working at a Cinnabon. Working at Cinnabon. Current day. And he's but flashing back. Okay, so that's after he's been Saul. He had right. to go into some type of witness protection or something. Right, and right, then he's right. that's as far as I saw. I saw like the first episode. I'm like, ah, okay. And then I just lost interest. I don't know why. Breaking Great, Bad man. was so it's, good, man. Dude, if you like Break like it's it's worth it if you that like if you like that, you know, that universe, man, because it is it is outstanding. Such a good show. Even just that sound. Every I know, I know, oh. man. I still it's just like it's it's absolutely it's Breaking Bad is probably like might be my favorite show of all time just because of how great it was. Yeah, it was really well perfect. written, just perfect. fantastic, perfect. You know, yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, Anthony Hopkins binge watched it and then he hand wrote Brian Cranston the letter. It was like you're yeah. the greatest actor I've ever seen. He's like because there was no easy scenes yeah. in that entire series. And think about that dude's career, man. Uh, he he was in Science of the Lambs for 15 minutes and won Best Actor. Who Anthony Hopkins? 15 minutes of of screen time and one best actor. Yeah, that's that, how good that you're Clarice. acting. Hello, Clarice. Yeah, I don't. I can't do Hello, the noise. Please. <laughs> some he can. You do it. Key. I can't. I got fat lips. I can't. Do it. I think it was more of that. I think it was more of like a. Your sounds like you're having a slurpee. <laughs> uh, also, Brian Cranston, pretty good career too, man. Remember he played. Uh, he was on Seinfeld as Ted right, Rotley, right. the oh, those are great Jewish. Doctor who, t well, he a dentist who turns to Judaism for the Jew jokes. Uh, right, yeah, yeah. He's the anti-dentite. And then he was uh, the dad in Malcolm, Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle, yeah. yeah. Good career. Oh, he's just, he's just, you see his right, how funny he is, because he was hilarious on Malcolm, man. You're I love like, that yeah, show, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was, yeah. It was great. Uh, here, there's, uh, I don't, like, I have a lot of free time because I do morning radio and my day ends at 10. And I spend the rest of the day reading conspiracy theories. When you're on the road, what do you read, Patrick Garrett? I mean, it's dude, it's just so much stuff that I go through. Like, I'll read stuff about, like, I like reading articles with, like, historical figures and shit. Oh, so and you're actually educating yourself. Not Mine educated, is just, mindless like, I, dribble. I get, yeah, I get, yeah, well, I mean, I do mindless dribble, too. Like, I was, uh, I, I do a bit about it. I was talking about, um, scrolling through Facebook, and I saw a headline in Los Angeles that just read, headline just read, homeless man. Dumps hot bucket of diarrhea yeah, on a yeah. woman. That was a story. Was like, that was a thing that happened a few times. Fucking horrible, right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like after I like after I clicked on it and learned the story, and everything the internet was like, "Oh, so you like reading stories about shit?" <laughs> I was just like, oh yeah, I guess. And it's like, oh, check out this one in Toronto. I was like, oh, that's can, can, Canadians are having <laughs> yes. this guy. You know, I thought they were and friendly. The, and then they were like, and that, and it's like, so that thread is just like, well, this isn't people dumping on shit, people shit on people, but it is. uh Suburban joggers running around neighborhoods and shitting and in shitting in driveways, right? Yes, yeah, shitting in other people's yards or driveways, <laughs> right? And it's like not just it's not just one town in one state. This is like multiple towns, yeah, and multiple states that happened. Like there's uh, there's one in Colorado Springs called the Mad Pooper of Colorado Springs. Was, Man, you really know about that because because I read, I read me too. Because when I was on the radio, I would I would try and find my whole idea was when I was on at six, I was on six to ten p.m. Most people were in their cars on their way home between five and seven. So my idea was six o'clock, come up with the weird 
weirdest story that I could find and talk about it. And every time it was uh, superintendent of schools gets busted for being a public pooper and would get busted for going out for a jog and then shitting on somebody's lawn. And then when the coronavirus started and they shut all the bathrooms down at all the public parks, people were shitting in bottles and protesting, and leaving it in parks in New Jersey. And all of a sudden oh, I had I did all not this. not know about oh, that. Oh, yeah, That's man. Going well, me the... and you, will talk fecal yeah, stories. Yeah, yeah. Right? Hey, yeah, send those over to me. Send me the links. <laughs> That's no. how you end up on a list, right. a government watch list. <laughs> this guy's obsessed with shit. So, all right, so you're obsessed with shit. I like conspiracy theories. Well, not just theories. that. I also saw one. I just saw one, too. It was just like, it was because uh, I was talking about teachers. It was uh, um, this, 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 this kid, it was a black kid yelling at a black teacher and just kept calling him the N-word. It was like, what you going to do? And it was just like, kept, and, the, and then the teacher was like, my mouth, gave him a quick two-piece. So I was like, oh, shit. And punched the kid? Fist fight. Full-on fist fight. <laughs> whooped this kid. Like, grow, like, watching a grown man actually beat the shit out of a 12-year-old. I think he kept his job. Like, I don't know. Right? Jesus. Because that, that's how much shit the kid was talking about. Yeah. The kid was being very aggressive. So the, the teacher was just like, you know, I got to defend myself because he's like, that's so the, the joke. I was like, you know, because my buddy, my buddy wrote a Facebook post because he's a parent. He goes, why is it the teachers are getting paid six figures a year? It's like, this is some bullshit. I want to fight these kids. I'm not <laughs> even kidding. Like, I'm going to dip my fist in glass and fight these little motherfuckers. I'm like, bro, that's so funny. I was like, and now it's like, I was like, let's break down. What we're really asking a teacher to do. Like, oh, we're, as a society, like, if you have one kid, you're supposed to have him raised by two adults. Like, if the kid's going to be, like, grow up to be a healthy adult, and he's two adults to raise it. Yet we're expecting a teacher to be by themselves with 35 kids or not even theirs to teach them a lesson plan they don't want to learn. when they're Like, they're on fucking social media and shit. Then when you finally lose your shit, you realize that your job sucks. You have to pay for school supplies out of your own budget. Next thing you know, you're fist fighting a 12-year-old on TikTok. I was like, this is a fucking nightmare job. I was like, there should be two adults in that classroom at all times. One doing the lesson plan and one with a fucking cattle prod in the back. Tasing motherfuckers. Get out of line again, yeah. Right. And I go, I go, I go, seriously, after really thinking about how hard a teacher's job is, the only thing that shocks me about school shootings is that never single one of them has been a teacher. Uh, it's like, always the students that are doing the shooting. It's always the yep. fucking teacher. If a teacher went up there and unloaded on him, you like, oh, those little motherfuckers probably had it coming. Yeah, they, <laughs> we were terrible, man. I remember we right. made a teacher. Miss kids Colin, are getting worse, you know. And we made a teacher cry, and I felt so. We didn't know her son was having surgery, but we were just such jerk offs. Oh my god! And she god. kept trying to make us read of mice and men, and oh, we would all make we would all do because we were this was two thousand and three, and it wasn't politically correct then. But we all did slow voices whenever somebody read Lenny, and it would drive her nuts, and she oh didn't want us god. to do it, <laughs> and she would get mad because it was like over. You know how kids yeah, are. Yeah, I'm not yeah. good at impressions now. Yeah, Imagine fifteen years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, and she like, just all of a sudden she just started crying and i never felt worse and i went i'll never do this oh my again. god was her, was her kid also slow no no he just oh, had surgery oh, but she was, was like it was life-saving surgery and it was the day before and she's that. in there and we're all just sitting there doing retarded voices like yeah <laughs> oh of course god. you're gonna want but man I yeah, went and to, you guys were what 12 yeah 14 <laughs> 14 yeah. that same difference i went to uh, high school yeah, I went to an, a very inner city high school. I went to Atlantic City High School, and I mean, I saw like there was two big four hundred pound girls that fist fought each other over a bag of chips. I'll never oh forget that. My God. I remember one girl brought bleach awesome. in and threw it in another girl's eyes during the middle of a fist fight. And I went, "This is crap! I gotta get the fuck out of this school. Dude. I'm gonna get murdered." Oh my God, man! But like, there had to be at least one kid during the who was like the best at the Lenny voice. She probably never called on him, like like when they were. Uh, somebody's got a secret good Lenny voice. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm saying like while you guys, while she was making you guys read the stories, there's probably one kid that stood out. They're like, oh, oh, I can't wait till Jerry reads it. You know, he's, he's really, fucking, really really nails it. You know, he's like got the best. You're like, oh, that guy's voice is great. You know, I'll do it. And speaking of like going to different schools and shit, I remember uh, like I had to, I was in like an all black school, 
from like fourth to fifth grade. And I remember, um, like when I think it was with fifth grade, I come in and there's a TV, you know, this had to be like, so this is like 1990. And there's a TV in the room. I'm like, oh, we're watching a movie. Back then, they had to push it in on the cart. Right, right. had a cart and a VCR <laughs> thing in it, you know? Like, oh, we're watching a movie. I'm like, great. I, 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 that's what I'm thinking. I was like, what movie are watching? The guy goes, hey, actually, it's a miniseries, and we watch them all week. Roots. Roots. <laughs> Fucking Roots. Uh, dude, I was like. Going to Kente. Dude, I, yeah, dude, I was the point. You're the like, only white kid in the all Yes, dude, I was like in the fucking sitting back here. I'm like, oh this, my God. This is not the, my fault. Yeah, the teacher. <laughs> I don't know after, those guys. You know, after, yeah, after the first episode, the teacher was like, does anybody have any questions? I was like, can I fucking. The whole class turns around movie? to you. Yeah. Bro, I, that, I got I'm questions. Saying, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just like, and then me, I have to be like, I am. Mortified about yeah. what they did to that nice man from Reading Rainbow. Far <laughs> <laughs> Burton. Yeah. Would anybody like to come back to my house and play Nintendo? Yeah, oh, that's funny. Uh, does anybody have any? You questions? can even take the Nintendo I, home with you. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you can even take it home with you. Hey guys, I have Who Framed Roger Rabbit on cassette tape. I could bring it in tomorrow. I'll make. You copies. should see what they're doing to these cartoons. It's terrible. You guys can relate. I think. <laughs> I would love to be in that classroom. Uh, does anybody have any questions? Yeah. What the fuck's your problem, Patrick Garrity, uh, yeah. motherfucker? And his the funny thing too is like the, is your dad the, the, the my my <laughs> grandfather like i had a, i had i had i had a few bullies i would say like during my stay there <laughs> yeah but there was one in particular that really fucking hated me and he was light-skinned and i was like god because he gets bullied for being light-skinned so he took yeah, it when they, like, yeah yeah exactly it's just like it's like it's like black people like give light-skinned people shit i go oh who would they learn that from you know it's just like <laughs> yeah. so this guy's getting bullied and then i come in and the kid the guy is like thank you jesus oh yeah he's like i'm gonna beat the freckles off this motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> beat the freckles off this motherfucker oh it's funny um well, I like. Oh, Rob, what do you like reading? Do you read? Is anybody? In do I read? You like? Oh, well, yeah. like, what do you read? Because, like, I literally, if it's not radio news, if it's not news for work, then it's conspiracy theories. It's what I did. I like conspiracy theories. I read a lot of that. I too. like because sometimes I go, oh, that one's a little fucking. I might, read you know. several different news platforms. I read Politico. I read like the news. I read USA Today because it's like pretty much as neutral as a newspaper as I can find in the country. Yeah. Doesn't lead to one side or the other. I read I, a lot of news. Well, a I lot like of news. conspiracy theories are fun because they used to be fun. They take up time. Like you can just read these and then go, all right, yeah, Bigfoot's real. Let me read about people who have seen him and then I'll move on. Now it's like the conspiracy oh. theories are Michelle Obama has a dick. Right. And like, yeah. what do you, well, uh, from Toy Story is a child molester. I used to try to do a bit about Bigfoot. I was like, man, they got nine seasons of searching for Bigfoot. I was like, I hope they find Bigfoot, but I hope they find him on Ghost Hunters. Yeah. Like, they're least expecting it. Like, oh, I hear something come from the basement. The fucking what the door. fuck? Oh, yeah, yeah. They are totally underprepared for Hey, guys. They're, Holy shit. They're proton scanners. They're like, oh. I like, uh, there used to be these things called, uh, they, here, I have audio of them. They're weird sounds that the sky makes. Uh, Shit like that, where it's unexplained. There's no planes in the area, but it's just loud explosions. Um, there were some that were going on in New Jersey, and people started calling the cops because they were all freaked out. They were like, what is this fucking weird noise going on in the sky? Well, it turns out a guy made his own weather cannon. He's trying to control the weather above his vineyard so that he calls it the anti-fog blaster. Wow. Look at this thing, man. We this have some dude, new information tonight about not those that mysterious guy. booms that have been rattling in New Jersey town. Oh, my God. Yes, um, I just heard a really loud bang, like it shook the entire house. There was just a tremendous explosion nearby. 
<laughs> Police in Mullica Township have been flooded with complaints about the noises over the past month. Uh, please get back to me. I'm horrified. To <laughs> bombs, but police just could not figure Mullica, out where they were coming from. But now we know they are apparently the result of a homemade hail cannon. Oh Look God. at this thing. <laughs> Rob Budkowski, a vineyard owner from Hamilton, claims he's he made this during lockdown out of all kinds of sheet <laughs> metal. Honey, get out of the garage. <laughs> it, it looks like a, if that guy was Muslim, they'd be like, what kind of uh, terrorist bullshit is right. this? Are you trying to bring a plane well, down, his sir? wife has to talk to her other her friends that like, ah, he's in the garage working on his hail machine. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's trying like, to control yeah. the weather again. Yeah. He's, he's got, got a fog guy, buster in there. Yeah. My guy's building uh, bottles and ships. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I mean, that's crazy. And it looks like it works because when the guy was shooting it off, look, you can see it shoots off something. Look at that so ring. Shoots off a smoke, smoke ring. ring. Yeah. <laughs> Rob Budkowski. It's like if Earth was smoking it in a Marlboro Light. And it's like, I got to put it on <laughs> Yeah. Just aim it at a hipster after they blow a smoke ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boom. 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 Fucking get your vape like, out of my yeah. face. Breaks his ribs. <laughs> Fuck Hamilton your raspberry candy saddles. Firing off his homemade hail cannon. To protect his crop from bad weather. The can that looks like a guy that has his own ha homemade hail cannon. Look at that fellow. I've been inside yeah. for three months. I just can't do it <laughs> I anymore. I can't stand uh, Karen anymore. K Carol. Well, I got to get away from the fucking wife. Cannon is a loud cone-shaped device that blasts shockwaves into the sky. The goal is to break up cloud formations and to scare away birds that eat his grapes. <laughs> Police have not confirmed that his cannon actually caused the loud booms. They plan to launch a chopper to look for debris or anything else that might provide clues. Well, did you see at the beginning of the There's story? There's no law against his hail machine, so I guess. I was more impressed that this news station needed to use their drone for absolutely something, so they just flew around some person's driveway <laughs> right at the beginning, and like pretty much eye level, they're like, we got a drone. Yeah, well, we got to use it. We spent $700 yeah. on this fucking drone. It's coming out of and the budget. And someone's flying the damn thing. Uh, a, guy, use it. <laughs> a guy in Georgia... This is more dumb dicks in the news. Guy in Georgia went into a Dunkin' Donuts, uh, ordered a flavored donut that they did not have. Got angry, left, came back. You motherfuckers. And came back and <laughs> stabbed a 17-year-old girl that worked at the Dunkin' Donuts. What the fuck? Here's the fight. Uh. Look, see the knife? Look at that. What? What? Look at that. Going at oh it with a fucking God. knife over a donut flavor. Dude, that was like some scream shit. Like, you had over that. his head. Yeah, look, it is. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's like Get over here, fucking, Dewey. Jesus Christ. It's the this? shining. How is this a responsible answer to this problem? Well, I mean, how'd, yeah. And how'd you shoot yeah. them off? Can I be honest? All right, sir, I'll just hop back there. If you just like, let me. I love Dunkin' Donuts. I do. I love their coffee. Their donuts are okay. If that was a Krispy Kreme donut, I could see getting that angry where you're like, hey, but never stab yeah. angry. No, it's so, so it's this thing is this like I'm gonna go back and get a knife. It's this like <laughs> first of all, you can't like you gotta stab this seventeen year old girl, like punching her isn't good enough for you. Jesus like Christ. I gotta it, go go stab her. It happened twenty miles uh south. She's making West minimum wage plus tips. You know, here's the thing though, I think he maybe I think he might know her personally because if it was just throwing hands, I think she would have whooped his ass. Because when he first goes in there, she ca like I feel like she catches him and slams him. Like, Let me pull it back up. Yeah, you're right. Look. I think like he needed a knife for her. Yeah, she was like, boom. Yeah, she said what? Bring him, motherfucker. Yeah, 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 yeah. And look at this woman working the drive-through. Like, oh, I'm not gonna get this. This is the third knife attack. And <laughs> what flavor did he ask for? What flavor She's did like, he ask for? Just tell people we don't have that. <laughs> this guy's the third guy. We uh, don't have butterscotch. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ, man. What? What?
Yeah. Uh, the woman ended up, the 17-year-old girl ended up getting stabbed a few times in her arm, declined going to the hospital. The cops show up and they're like, you want to go to the hospital? She goes, no, nah, I'm cool. If I got stabbed once, right, right, go right, to the hospital right, immediately. Right, right now, let's just go with, she has four brothers at least. Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. She has at least four brothers, I'm thinking. Um, As, let me see. Where else? What did I have? Oh, let's play a quick game quickly. Uh, okay. And then I have some Florida man stories and then we'll wrap up. Uh, this is a game called. And now it's time for Lehigh Acres favorite new game. What's in the prison purse? What's in the prison purse? Uh, gentlemen, your job tonight is going to be to tell me. Whew, let me see. What do I have? I am a fan of this game. All right. We got buzzers and sound effects ready. All right, there was a guy that was caught with something hidden inside of his rectum. The job of Patrick Garrity and Rob Churchill is to guess what the guy had inside of his butt. Do we get hints? Yeah, I'm going to tell you the story, but I'm not going to tell you what he had hidden inside of the prison purse. A 24-year-old man with an object hidden inside of his buttocks beat officers at the 122nd Precinct Station House in Staten Island, New York. Uh, Officers stopped the suspect, Eric Valguez, when he did not have a valid driver's license. The dude was driving a 2019 Ford Focus. There was also a passenger inside of the car. They saw Valquez hand the passenger something, at which point that's when the cops pulled the car over. They ran the license. They said, uh, uh, this guy doesn't have a valid license. Then they asked the passenger, hey, man, what did you hand that guy cash for? The guy declined to comment, so the cops arrested him. At one point, they take Valquez, the guy that has something hidden inside of his butt, to the jail. At that point, he uh, attacks a prison guard. He threw himself against an officer and into a wall. Then he starts beating the officer. They then subdue the guy. They take him downstairs for a cavity search. They find an object inside of his butt. When they're cleaning the dude up after the cavity search, the dude proceeds to beat up a nurse inside of the hospital before they have to apprehend the hands. suspect. Jesus. I know. I, did they not put him in handcuffs? He's just going around like you I'm gonna, did. I'm going to go, go, I'm gonna go with he had Popeye spinach up his ass. All right. So Popeye <laughs> spinach is Patrick Garrity. Uh, what is your guess? What? What's in the prison first, Robert prison Churchill? Uh, I'm going to guess a uh, fake social security card. Or or the the star from Mario Brothers that makes you invincible. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the actual answer, he had two plastic baggies of cocaine. So both of you correct. See, I thought that was too That's obvious. very similar to the star, though. Yeah, That's well, very, like, you do enough I mean, of it, you'll see stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that was too <laughs> obvious. <laughs> uh, yeah, they found he had cocaine hidden inside of his butt. And like, sometimes people will hide it in the crack of their, like, they'll just shove it when the cops are coming. This guy actually somehow put it inside of his butthole because they found it while they were giving him the cavity search. That's when they wiped him up and they cleaned him up and then he attacked the nurse and beat the shit out of yeah, the nurse. Like, nah, uh, now that's that nice in my system. I hope it was just a little baggy tied so it was like the ball and not like the envelope. Uh, I forget. They didn't say how much was actually in there. He was charged with criminal possession of a controlled substance with intent to sell, criminal possession of a controlled substance, assault, obstructing governmental administration, aggravated unlicensed operation of a motor vehicle, a motor vehicle violation of no license, and harassment. Again, had cocaine hidden inside of his butthole and then uh, beat up a bunch of cops as they arrested him and then gave him the cavity. You want to do drugs now? Just move to Oregon. Well, yeah, because it's legal now. That's right. Yeah. Everything, right? right? Even the hard stuff like heroin's legal yep. now. Yep. yep. 
Never did that. The whole I have no interest either. No, to that's, be honest, that's with in you. my top. That's in my three no list. What? Well, oh, so there's a list of drugs that you will not do. Yes. What are heroin? Are, heroin. heroin. Okay. Crack. Okay. Meth. Okay, okay, that would be. I would add cocaine into mine as a fourth. I would do four drugs that I never do because I I grew up with the and I've said this before the Len Bias story. They used to tell us Len Bias did cocaine once after he got drafted by the Celtics and he died. So Heart if you do cocaine, you're gonna die too. And that's that was that was the Dare program in the nineties. You'll die shit. if you do cocaine like Len Bias. That wasn't. Well, cut. that's also the same as the reefer madness shit back in the sixties. Who like he just smoked one marijuana yeah. cigarette and <laughs> yes. thought he was an angel. <laughs> Jumped out of a seven-story building. In front yeah. of a train. <laughs> yeah, they, well, it's scare tactics. They do. They scare the shit out of you with this drug. Now, oh, you can't do this. You want to be a fucking weirdo. Let's is take that, a phone is this call. that guy again? Wow. Uh, hello, is this is this a guy with cocaine in his butt? Hello. Hey, Rob. Hi, Joanne. Welcome to the radio program. Say hi to Patrick Garrity, comedian, superstar, part just, of the just world. Comedian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just hi, Patrick. Hey, what's up? Say hi to Rob Churchill too, Joanna. Nope. Hi, Rob Churchill. Hi, Joanna. How are you? And what can we do for you tonight, Joanne? Okay. Yeah. We're trying. How many Zoom, how many uh how many calls you got going over there on the old not you. No, it's Joanna. Her. Oh well she just I'm, she's I'm, listening I'm, and it's Oh, her. okay. It's I all just the... turned you guys off because I I can't hear both of you at the same time. Yeah, I know. Okay? It's annoying to listen to one version of it. Imagine now another version a few seconds in delay. Uh Joanna, uh yeah. Joanne, how is everything? Good? You got over the COVID. You had the COVID, right? Yeah. Everything no, good I'm, now? I'm once in a while, I still, I, I, my taste isn't what it should be. My smell is still off, but I guess I made it through it, so I'm okay. All right, you know? go try some of that Crystal's garlic hot sauce they get out there now. That'll get your taste buds back in flavor. Yeah, that's the scariest part to me. I mean, the I, breathing I thing Maybe would suck. I should try some of those drugs that you guys were saying <laughs> you wouldn't do. Yeah, Just well, anything on that's on the, the top three list. list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. He's got a whole separate list going. I don't know what's on that list. <laughs> Just bath salts. Yeah, that's <laughs> the only thing I won't do is bath salts. Yeah, no, people into zombies. No, no, no. That doesn't end well here in no Florida. Guys end up eating faces off when they right, do the yeah. bath salts. On highway overpasses. And wasn't shot to death either. Yeah. 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 All right, Joanne. Well, it was good chatting with you, darling. I'm glad you're uh, healthy and uh, call back on Wednesday, okay? All right. Hey, listen, if I don't talk to you before the holidays, Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye, Joanne. Thanks for calling, babe. Um, yeah, the only drug that I wouldn't do, I think, would be cocaine. Well, the only drugs I wouldn't do, cocaine, heroin, meth, and bath salts would be scary. Because that's not Is even that considered like a, a drug? drug. Is that considered a drug now? No, it's considered a like a beauty a, product. Yeah, right? people abuse it to get high. Well, I always tell people drug use is good. Drug abuse is bad. We had a president say use bleach. So I'm, you know, who am I to doubt? Well, that was to kill days. a virus, dummy. Duh. Of course you have to inject bleach oh. into your veins if you're going to kill a deadly virus. Shit. Not your eyes? No, no. Uh, I, I, I actually thought he said inject it in your butthole somewhere. Yeah. I don't know where I got put the butthole. Like just somehow buttholes got involved for me. Then you'd why. just be bleaching your anus. Maybe that's what it was because girls do that. They bleach their buttholes. You I don't ever... know why. Still full of shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll wrap up with some quick Florida man stories. I wanted to ask you about this, Rob, because you work at a golf course. I do. And this happened here locally. It's going viral. And I, I don't believe that it's what they're telling us. Uh, Kyle Downs 
and his brother were at the Coral Oaks golf course in Cape Coral on Sunday when they hit a ball and it landed on a gator's tail. They then proceeded to go up and grab the ball off of the gator's tail before running away. But I mean, dude, you work on a golf course. How likely is it that you hit a ball and it ends? I think like we watched this. this earlier, didn't we? We did. Whip you with Come on. There's no way that is even possible that you hit a ball and it ends. What are the odds that that would happen? They had to they're, place that ball there just right, to go by. They're viral. pretty slim. Yeah. They're pretty slim that they it started on a slope that it landed and stayed there. Right. Because it's not like next to the tail. It's literally on top of the alligator's tail. My thing right. is, I think they placed it there just so they could film this and then go viral. Right. But I mean, you, you see gators on your course? Oh, yeah. Are you able to approach them? Could you put a ball on I a would gator without. approach them. Well, I mean, you could roll it from a distance. And yeah, like, but to get it to go all, I guess uh, you're on right, the like, up the tail and roll it up the tail, and it would get stuck. I don't What's know. This a fucking like old Tom and Jerry cartoon just falls <laughs> falls a little path around. I mean, this does. I mean, they obviously. I think they just did it to go viral. Tail well, it's working. We're playing it. Yeah, we are. I just. I don't. I think the odds of hitting a ball and it landing just like that are very slim. Oh my god. That's that was a big one too. That wasn't and a it little was fast too. If it turned gators around, are, gators are fast. Yeah, and why would you go to pick up the ball? Why don't you just kick the thing's tail? Why wouldn't you try and tee off off the gator? That's the ultimate shot. You hit that in the fucking hole in one. I'm just trying to think how it could have landed and stayed there. I mean, do you ever have issues with the gators on your course? Like, do you ever have to go? Hey, yeah, yeah. We've had to we had to send a guy out last weekend. What do you mean a guy? So we, there's a guy there that is a gator wrangler no, no, for the it's, whole it's, golf it's, course. No, it's one of the we one of the golf professionals volunteered his services. Although my boss wasn't too thrilled, he said he's got to bring two guys out there. What do you do? You go like shake a club at him? No, you just drive the cart right at it. And they move? Yeah, typically. Unless they start hissing at you. Then you just fucking <laughs> back off don't... and say, it's your turf. Go ahead. Have Run fun. over a fucking gator? Oh, yeah, because I've, I've had to do that at my old job, too, at my old course. Like, we had, like, 15, 16 footers, though. I mean, and they were, like, their Those heads, things are like, like dinosaurs. Their man. heads They're were, giant. like, this wide. Like, it was twice the width of my head. And they'd be on the banks, or they'd be, like, in the fairway or something, and you'd have to drive right at them. I wonder if a gator has ever killed somebody on a golf course. Oh, yeah. Has a gator yep. ever killed here. Someone playing golf. <laughs> 12 videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, a taxi diver. Well, I mean, the guy was diving on the golf course pond, so I, he deserves that. Yeah, he's going to look for golf balls and bodies of water oh. in Florida, in which there were alligators in there. They okay. dragged her in the water. Oh, this yeah. poor gal, she got drugged into the water and died because of an alligator. Where did this happen? South Carolina. Oh, yeah, she was walking her dog. I heard she was walking her dog near the 13th hole, and the yeah. gator got her and the dog. Ugh. And it's funny, that course, dog, that, man. that course that. is looking for a new director of golf. I wonder why. This one? Oh, the other one? <laughs> the one in, the one in South Carolina. Um, there is a story here. This guy's name, hey, another Florida man. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to have to let you go. Uh, kind of a bad day here at the yeah. office, huh? Yeah. Someone got killed on your watch. Um, uh, there's a Florida man, Jonathan Hernandez, 32 years old, at a Lehigh Acres. He died during an attempted burglary in southwest Florida on Saturday mm. after a window closed on him, pinning his neck and killing him. So he's trying to break into a home, went in through a window. Uh, this very angry-looking lady is going to so tell us more. he's not good at anything no, except, no. <laughs> except dying. 
The sheriff's office calls this an accidental death. It happened at Nor Avenue and 46th Street in Lehigh Acres. Investigators say he tried to break into a house. I like that they see, do that. Why do they show the cross street? Yeah, I want to no. see the guy in the window. Instead, they're just showing this me a cross street. Yeah. There's just a body bag over the outside, like over like one of those tarps. It's just kind of draped. He looks like a superhero. Well, the, <laughs> the chalk line is they have to go down and around on the siding of the house because right, the guy's yeah. laying there. It's, That's what I want to see, not the street. Yeah. It goes Sign. back inside the window and folds over the other side. <laughs> yeah, his dead body's just in there like one of those things where it's like they, they put you in the middle of the town in like House 1847 where it's like in. a wood. <laughs> what, paint, the, uh, the, the stocks or the whatever? Stocks, yeah, yeah the stocks, Paint an yeah. S on the back. Uh, they say that the guy was dead by the time deputies arrived and found him on the scene. He had been previously arrested in 2014 for yeah, his involvement they set the in the dog murder. on him. Yeah, <laughs> the dog's just tearing him apart. He's Maybe that's like, what they do is they tease he's him. Like, hey, is wow, he still he's, he's not moving at all. He was resisting. Hercules! <laughs> he was resisting. We had to shoot him. He was not... To a window, and when deputies arrived, they found out exactly what happened. Investigators say the window fell on his neck as he tried to get inside, and when they got there, they found him already dead as a result of the impact from that window. The sheriff's office also tells us that Hernandez was recently involved in a homicide investigation. We're still working to learn more about Karma's exactly how this all yeah. happened. So you this can count stupid, NBC2 stupid to bring the latest confirmed details on air, online, and on our NBC2 News app. Right. For right now, I'm reporting live in Lehigh Acres. Ashley Graham, NBC2. Man, that sucks. They That's sent our this girl of LA out there. All the way, yeah, in Los, uh, Lehigh Acres. They sent yep. her all the way out to stand on some corner of the road. Like, how's this? I guess, whatever the fuck. Yeah, it could be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll stand in yeah, this fucking go, field. Yeah. Go, that's why they got the cross streets. We're actually out here. And <laughs> we could have just been this. This could be the back of McDonald's. <laughs> Send Ashley. Uh, let's see. This guy, this is a weird story. So a woman is in her apartment complex. This happened in Naples down in Collier County, Florida. A woman is inside of her apartment complex and she sees a dog just running around. So she starts going, well, this isn't normal. I'm going to try and track down the owners of this dog. She starts going to different apartments and she comes across one apartment where the door is busted open. All these picture frames are broken. It turns out that a dude, his name is uh, something Dawson. What's his first name? Uh, Brendan Dawson, he was dating the woman that lived inside of the apartment, broke into the apartment, tried to set up a webcam in there so he could secretly film her. But I guess he was caught in the act because when the cops show up, because they report the, the woman calls the cops and goes, I found this dog. This apartment door is open. Something's wrong. The cops show up and the guy is sitting on a couch hiding under a blanket. So they arrest him. But he said the whole nice reason. Spot. Well, the whole reason he was doing it was because he wanted to film his ex-girlfriend and be a real See, this is a crime that would happen in night. Naples. No, I would think more. I think this crime happens in Lehigh Acres. Uh, jealous because nobody in Naples is jealous anymore. They're all 90 and don't give a fuck about anything. But this is yeah. Lehigh Acres, Fort Myers Beach. You'll see this nonsense. Ex-boyfriend breaks in a hotel or breaks in an apartment, sets well, up. Can afford, can afford the wireless camera with the Internet connection for our own Internet that he got the password off. <laughs> Apparently they found out uh, the woman who lives in the home says that the guy has broken in several times over the past few weeks. He's been calling and texting her nonstop. When she arrived at the apartment, she found a camera at the entrance that she had never seen before. It also appeared that he tried changing the locks on the apartment, which I wow. <laughs> really being a dick. He's really man. putting some effort in. <laughs> According to the woman uh, at one point, Dawson broke into her home and she found him standing over her while she was sleeping. So there's a dude that cannot one Tinder date. 
because he yeah, had yeah, one yeah. good picture. <laughs> That's what this caused by. Community with two calls to 911. The first, a call for help to track yeah, down the I don't dogs. Mean, I already told you. Why are we going to go to the apartment complex so you can see it? But yeah, they ended up finding. Ah, uh, there he is. Yeah, you know who that looks like? That reminded me of Devin Papianis. I yes, looked at that does. and I went, Devin Papianis. Look at that. Let her go, Devin. Just stop. He's stop. looking at she that camera. He's looking at the camera up in the thing that's cam that the video camera of where he's getting the mugshot taken. He's going, I really. <laughs> what model is that? I bet that would really capture Susan Jane. That really comes in clear. Man, I've never had a girl that tore me up that much that I tried to break into her apartment oh to God. film her. Have you ever had like been that head over heels in love with a girl? No. That's what I have. No. I may have driven by once. I I'll admit that I've done that. Uh, they're I've not driven. stalking, but it was like, hey, I wonder if she's home. Yeah. No, and she, she's with them. And then she wasn't, and you went into a crazy rage. <laughs> and then you sit outside you and talk to like, <laughs> I know there's a Home Depot I can park near that I can just watch her the whole time. If I see her car coming down the street, I'm going to just come right after her. <laughs> what do you think these webcams are the rest of the week? They're not here in the studio. They're outside of my ex. I thought it was fear. Porn uh, up station. And I think that is it. Is there any more Florida? Ma uh, one other story quickly, and then we'll wrap up. Uh, there was a Florida man, this guy in Ocala. Let me pull his. Picture. Ah, Slocala. Um, Patrick, you've probably done the big horse breeders cup over in yep, Ocala. Yep. Uh, I call this guy Screech on meth. This wow. gentleman, yeah, a naked Silver Springs man, was arrested on battery charges for the fourth time after he reportedly fought with a man and a woman, resisted arrest, then urinated all over himself during a drunken display. Austin Cameron Mayer, 25 years old, was arrested with domestic battery by strangulation, simple battery, and resisting an officer without violence after the incident. He had a blood alcohol level nearly five times the legal limit. Apparently, the dude was hitting on a woman at a bar. Uh, the woman tried to say, hey, I'm not interested. The dude ends up uh, like getting into an argument with the woman. Another guy intervenes and goes, hey, man, you got to calm down. Well, the guy ends up putting him in a rear naked chokehold and holding him down until the cops show up. The cops tased him. It didn't stop. Uh, a bunch of other cops had to call in. They had to call in backup to try and subdue the, uh, the guy. They say that at one point the dude had uh, the victim in a rear naked chokehold on the ground until the deputy arrived. When the deputy arrived, the deputy couldn't get him off, so more people had to show up. Uh, they ended up tasing the dude. As they were walking him out of the bar, he was nude. He started pissing all over himself. I've never been drunk enough to piss on myself. We know your story, Rob. Do you even drink, Patrick Garrity? Very rarely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm more of a smoker. Oh, you are? Yeah. That never happens on weed. You never hear a guy urinates all no. over himself after hitting on a girl at a bar. No. K2, if they do the spice, the bath salts, yeah, that'll lead to it, but never booze or never weed. Probably look the same on the bath salts, except with blood coming out of his corner of his mouth after trying to eat someone's face off. That does. That's screech on meth. Dustin, Di that's Cape Coral's own Dustin Diamond. Yep. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Well, that's the Florida man story. Those are dumb dicks in the news. We played where'd he stick it or what's in the prison purse. And we plugged all the gigs. Patrick Garrity. You can find his Patreon. Patreon. Patrick Garrity. He's also got the podcast. What's the podcast again? Road Glory. Road Glory on Twitter. It's uh, PG, PG Road Dog. Right. And then Rob Churchill. Vasani's. Vasani's on Thursday. Patrick Garrity Friday. or Friday. Patrick Garrity Thursday. will be at Side Splitters Thursday through Saturday uh, or Thursday through Sunday. Right. Uh, featuring for the very funny John Caparulo, SidesplittersComedy.com if you're in the Carrollwood area. And then after that, you're heading out of state. That's the last yep, one. Off for Christmas, then uh, New Year's. I'll be in uh, right outside of Phoenix and Glendale. And I got um, Las Vegas at the LA Comedy Club. I'll be the uh, headline in there. Um, 
January 4th through the 10th. And then I'll come back to Florida the following week and I'll be in Orlando, Porky's. Oh, you're doing Porky's? Yep. I've heard good things about that it's place, man. Spot. They have great food and yep. they have great little crowds. Yeah, yeah. So I had a great time last year I was there. So I'm going to be... Uh, the St. Cloud area. So if you're in that area and you want to go Porky's, he'll be there. And then right. we'll reconvene maybe in Harrisburg. I should be yeah, up there yeah, by then yeah. if I buy yeah, this fucking house. March. Yep. So you'll be uh, headlining or featuring at the... Uh, headlining. Headlining at the Comedy Zone in Harrisburg the last weekend of March. Again, Friday night Vasani's for Rob Churchill. Thursday night Vasani's for me. And uh, this weekend, Laughing Comedy Cafe, Mr. Showtime David Scott will be there all weekend long. Yes. Do we know what the lineup is yet, Rob Churchill? Uh, it's going to be a two-man show, so you're going to... It's a... Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm not who sure who's opening Thursday. What do you mean two man show? Like it's it's uh, only a host and then da- and Mr. Showtime, and Mr. David Showtime. Scott. All so right. you got uh, Mike Stevens coming down for Saturday show, Johnny C on Friday show, and I don't know who's doing Thursdays, but I'm not doing the schedule this week. So who is no doing time the for y'all? Uh, James got the schedule this week because it's okay. only two men. So, all right. Well, uh, go see Mr. Showtime, David Scott this weekend. And again, all of the comedy that you've already heard guys. I appreciate you coming by. This was fun. Yeah, thanks and, for uh, go follow, uh, Patrick's Patreon account starting up the, uh, what is the name of the tour again? The never ending comedy tour, right? Never ending tour. Yep. The never ending tour. And hopefully putting together <clears throat> what could be a cool TV show. So, uh, Patrick Garrity on Patreon. And uh, I'll see you on Wednesday. I'll be back live 6 to, or no, 7 to 9, right here in my bedroom. Thank you guys for hanging out. We'll see you on Wednesday. Bye-bye. Later. Thanks for checking out the Robcast. If you dug this, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash robshow. Follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash robshowtv. And keep up to date with all things Rob Show on social, The Rob Show, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.